Hello there, Dalton Roadhouse Titshaw here. My next guest is someone that I have been so excited, so amped up to talk to. Her name is Shawnee Hawes. I met Shawnee a few years ago when we were going to be in a short film together. I was going to be Wolverine and she was going to be Storm. Uh, it was actually going to be a short story about Storm. Unfortunately, it didn't end up coming to fruition, but nonetheless, the most beautiful thing that came out of it was the fact that I got to meet Shawnee. We ran into each other uh, a few times here and there throughout the years at parties, uh, at local gatherings and plays and things like that. And so uh, most recently we linked up when I helped her and her brother Alanje do an episode on their web series called Black on Both Sides. They uh, both are really, really talented filmmakers and uh, Shawnee has also been involved with Blue Collar Hustle, which was the first web series that they did together. And she's just this fantastic human being. She's so funny. Uh, what you're about to hear is you're just, you're going to realize just how funny she is. She's uh, an amazing singer. She's uh, a talented actress, an overall amazing human being. She's gorgeous. She has it all going on. And she just has such an amazing aura about her. Uh, whenever I spend time around Shawnee, I just feel better about life and about myself. And so I just, I am just so excited that I got the opportunity to have her on my podcast. So I hope that you sit back and enjoy this conversation just as much as I did. My guest today is Shawnee Hawes. Thank you for being with me, Shawnee. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Yes, I am too. I was so excited when you said you were coming over. I uh, knew I needed to bust out the wine and get some food going <laughs> for you. So uh, Yes, you guys, Dalton <laughs> cooks, and like he's actually really good at it. He cooks really, really well. So if he invites you to come on his podcast, do it. D definitely do it. If for, if for no other reason, then he will cook for you. Totally do it. <laughs> definitely do it. Thank you. Thank you. Because some people feel like they uh, – they, they didn't have much good to say, and so they, they kind of turned it down when I asked them. And that's okay if, if you don't feel like coming on. Um, and honestly, this is just about having a conversation. It's not about – Tell them, come talk to me. I, I will. I got you. <laughs> maybe now that they know that they'll get food out of it or wine. <laughs> and then, wine. Yeah. Maybe they'll decide to come. Because <laughs> so. when you message me, you're like, I have Merlot. I was like, oh, I feel special. Well, you're my guest, you know. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. So um, – we met uh, back in the day um, when Kindle was yes. doing. We we were almost gonna do that Storm short film. Yeah, you remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. you were gonna be Storm uh, or Aurora, yes. and I was gonna be Wolverine. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. I was super excited about that. Cause, I was too. And plus, I had never worked with you before. Like yeah. all my theater friends knew you. They all had great things to say, and I was like, Aww. "Oh, this is gonna be awesome!" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, we're gonna do this thing," and then we did the pictures. And then that was it. Yeah. <laughs> At least we like, got the oh, pictures. Okay. Well, Did, indeed. You ended up doing a, a photo shoot um, with uh, mm -hmm. someone dressed as Black Panther too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we did the whole thing. So I was just like, yes, this is going to be amazing. And then Kendall was just like, yeah, no, we're, we're still going to do it. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> and then she had like all these other projects though that she had yeah. to do. And they all turned out like really, really cool. So mm. I was like, okay, I get it. It's fine. Yeah. Maybe we can well, resurrect it someday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would be cool. So what did you end up doing after that? Because I, I don't think I saw you or talked to you much, maybe a couple parties mm -hmm. after that. So what did you do after that? Um, were you doing theater? Or? Yes. Yeah, I was doing a lot of theater stuff, um, a lot of stuff with live arts. Um, and then my brother came to me and was like, hey, so I have this idea. 
like, okay. He's like, it's going to be a web series. It's like, okay. I kind of want you in it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> like, yeah. Duh. <laughs> of course I'll be in it. Um, and I really didn't think it was going to be nearly as successful as it is, to be quite honest. I just was like, you know what? This is going to be something that we do. We're going to put it out into the world. And, you know, all of us are beginners and we're just going to see what happens. And then a lot of stuff happened. And then we won a bunch of awards and did interviews. And I was just like, yo, we got to keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs> this shit's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and you're uh, referring to Blue Collar Hustle. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Because mm-hmm. you guys have done and um, Black on Both Sides is the second one. Right? Yes. Okay. Have you, you guys haven't have you done anything else? No. Okay, uh, cool. Blue Collar Hustle was our first web series. Yeah. Uh, and that that's was our the... first independent series that we decided to do. Wow. And then after Blue Collar Hustle, my brother was just kind of like, you know what? We should keep going. But I want to do something a little different and then we ended up doing another completely different web yeah. series uh, but we kept most of our same actors because uh, we do we really wanted to show that our actors have range um, I like that yeah because I mean especially like with theater you know you kind of get to do different things a lot mm-hmm. but sometimes with film you do kind of get typecast and we wanted to be able to show that like even though our actor was you know a thug in this one show he can totally be a professor in another show sure, like because yeah. actors can act that's what they do. Uh-huh. So we wanted to give them the opportunity to really be completely different people if they wanted to. Because um, for me, acting, that's always like the really fun thing is to get to be really immerse myself and be like a completely different person, and yeah. a completely different character. Um, and with Blue Collar Hustle, I, I was a different person. And then with Black on Both Sides, my character is pretty much just like this cute anime obsessed girl. So that's actually just me. Like that's really just. I I was going to ask you, were you just playing yourself a little bit? I'm just playing myself. That's really just me. So with the Sailor Moon, she sings the Sailor Moon theme Mm -hmm. song a lot. Is Sailor Moon your favorite anime? It's one of them. My, my, okay. Top three. Cowboy Bebop, number one, okay. all day. Love that show. You mentioned that in the show too. You you ask him like, you remember when? Uh, I haven't seen the sh- the I haven't seen Cowboy Bebop myself, but you mentioned how like Watch you remember it. when she yeah uh, gets her her memories back. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You mentioned definitely that. favorite show. See a lot of the influence in the show. Yeah. Like, okay, so you got Cowboy Bebop. What's next? Uh, Trigun, love Trigun. I've never heard so of that much. One, okay. Oh my god, Trigun is so good. <laughs> um and Code Geass. Oh, Kogios. Oh my gosh, I've seen that one. Kogios. I've seen that one. Yes. <laughs> but I love it so much. Here's the thing. I was spoiled on uh, how it ends. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only like one season, right? There's two. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, there's like, I mean, it all kind of runs into one season, but yeah. It's, right, yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's funny. I actually watched that on YouTube mm-hmm. of, of all places. Yeah, I, I was working at a gym. Um, I worked at a gym. I worked in gyms for about four years, and this was the first six months when I was just like, low-level sales employee and so i didn't do much i didn't care they left me to the whole gym half the time and i and no one taught me how to do anything so i just watched code geass in the office with wow. the lights off yeah. wow that's awesome that was that's a good one i, I like do that. love sailor moon though that was actually i watched sailor moon when i just thought it was a cartoon though it would come on uh toonami yeah and i didn't realize that everything that was on toonami was actually like an anime mm-hmm. so i just watched it because it you know came on before dragon ball z so i was just watching the whole <laughs> well, thing well, What's the difference between a cartoon and an anime? Uh, like Animes usually have very specific, well, d- depending on who the artist is, but they have really specific like storylines, and they usually have okay. really specific um, animation, and then you know they're made in Japan. <laughs> okay, yeah. And they usually That's... start out as like comics called manga or uh-huh. manga or um, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing this. Please 
don't kill me, weebs. I think it's um, mega. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any weebs who are listening to this, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so, and then they kind of make it into an animation, and it just kind of, it was, it's always been super popular in Japan, and it just kind of, like, the last couple of years got really popular in the oh, United I didn't know States. That. So, yeah. Um, you were talking about Sailor Moon? Yeah. Or, or an, uh, anime like, in general. anime in general. Yeah, yes. But definitely Sailor Moon, yeah. So that one started <laughs> off as uh, in, as comics. It was, it was mm-hmm. illustrated. Wow, I had, I had no idea. That's why I liked Avatar The Last Airbender so much mm-hmm. because that was a cartoon that was made here in America. Mm-hmm. I, I liked that. And, and it was and it's so good. That yes. one is my favorite. Oh, my God. Yes, 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 yes. That, yes. I, Avatar The Last Airbender, I, 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 just, I would go to sleep watching it. I listened to like the music and – I've read a lot of the comics, like the extent the extended universe. Mm-hmm. And I normally don't do that when when a cartoon or an anime in general is over. It's over for me. That's cool. I might rewatch it, like Death uh, Death Note. I've rewatched <gasps> yes. four times. Yeah, but, so good. Yes. But yeah, with, with Avatar: The Last Airbender, I actually went and got comics, and <laughs> and uh, and I, I read uh, their adventures afterwards and everything. So were you were you one of the girls who was like uh, a Zuko fan? Yes, because <laughs> he's the bad that? boy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, because his character Sorry. arc was amazing. He had a great character arc. It was yeah. so great. I was like, because the whole show, I'm just like, you're better than this. Come on, bruh. Like, you're you're a prince. Act like one. <laughs> okay, you are better than this. I know you're better than this, but like, I really I appreciated the fact that he really found himself. Yeah. And I think that is something that a lot of people go through. I mean, not in the way that he went through it, thankfully. But I mean, yeah, right. especially as teenagers, we always have that phase where kind of like we got to figure out who we actually are and who we're going to be in life and what it is that we really want out of life. And he was so, so sure that he wanted this thing. And then it turned out that that wasn't really what he wanted at all. And when he found himself and found out what he really wanted, he was so much happier. You know, and everybody around him was so much happier. And he just had like this really great life. And I was like, yes. <laughs> character arcs yes yeah it was really cool i watched this whole breakdown one time about how to make a good villain arc that like a villain's redemption arc Mm -hmm. and it showed like how to not do it and then how to do it and it it didn't just focus on zuko it it showed other characters and other uh, animes and movies in general and shows and uh and showed how like some of them didn't do it correctly mm-hmm. to where it didn't draw the audience in, didn't mm-hmm. make you like the character. Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And, and you don't believe their, their reasoning for it and their motivations, but but the the main example of how to do it right and how to uh, sh- make the audience believe in that person's motivations and that they would end up feeling this way and changing sides and doing a- everything that he did. And uh, they use Zuko as the main... Uh, yeah. The main, uh, you know... Uh, whatever uh example of that mm-hmm. so i thought that was pretty cool yeah that's awesome who was your favorite character in that oh ang i mean i love really? Zuko. Cool. i do but i mean from the beginning i was like oh yes yeah. ang is everything yes i just i'm like yo let him just go ahead and like master all these elements so he could just come in and save the day but even his character arc like he also kind of had to find himself even as the avatar like he knew yeah. what he was supposed to do but didn't really know how to do it mm. and then i think that's something else that even when you do finally figure out okay this is what i want in life it's like okay how do i do it now <laughs> right <laughs> you know like because yeah. for a lot of people there's there's not like an example there aren't like you know any like steps like you do this first and mm-hmm. this and it's not like a b c one two three it's just kind of like okay first you got to figure out what you want to do and that's right there that's just the first step really mm-hmm. just figuring out who you are and what it is that you want to do and be in this life and then the rest of it is figuring out how to do that and how to make right. that a reality so yeah, I loved Aang. I thought he was. I thought he was great. 
Cool. Well, usually when I ask someone who their favorite character is in any show or movie or whatever, they rarely pick the, the main character. I know. So. No, I like that. That's cool. That's actually different. <laughs> You'd think that that would be obvious, but no, that's great. You and ask somebody, what's your favorite character, Naruto? They're like, Sasuke. I'm like, okay, fine, but the show ain't about Sasuke. It's okay? called Naruto. It's called Naruto, damn it. <laughs> but yeah, whatever. He's awesome. Okay, fine. But yeah, no, I loved Aang from the very first episode. I was like, oh my God. this, And he's like a kid. Yeah. And I felt so bad. I was like, this literal child has like the weight of the world on him. Somebody come help him. Like... <laughs> This is not fair. I know he's the Avatar and all, but he's still like a child. And I love how they, they did. They made him still very much like there were whole episodes where like he didn't do anything but like play the mm-hmm. whole episode. I'm like this has nothing to do with anything. But I love it because I felt like it was much more realistic yeah. for him to kind of be like that. I loved I loved how many episodes they were able to get and how they did a, th- a full three seasons. It, it truly felt like you went on this whole journey with them. It, mm-hmm. it didn't feel rushed. Yeah. They had some episodes that were I w- they they were filler episodes, but I would happily watch them again. Yeah. You know, some of the best episodes were the ones where they weren't advancing the plot. They mm-hmm. were just kind of in the village or in the woods wherever they were holed up and they were having a mini adventure there. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah. So, uh actually I had Anna on um my friend Anna, she was on the podcast last night. We ended up talking about Avatar Last Air Minute, which was really funny. <laughs> I wasn't trying to force this. It just came it up. It just happened, so, yeah. organically. Yeah, and I can course. talk, honestly, if I end up talking about Avatar Last Air Minute on all my podcasts. That'll I'll, be awesome. I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll have to change this to just the Avatar Last Air Minute <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, but I, um, oh, crap. Where was I going with that? I had asked her something. Oh, no, she asked me what, um, what type of bender do I think I would be and then what would I want to be? So I'm mm-hmm. going to ask you that. Mm-hmm. What type of bender do you th- would you be? An airbender, waterbender? I'd be a firebender. You'd be. You'd, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Why? Oh, definitely yeah. <laughs> I can see that, but why? <laughs> um, cause fire just kind of is. Not to say that the other elements aren't, but fire is super exciting. And I think that fire gets a bad rap because everybody just sees it as this like really, really destructive force. But I'm like, mm, but you don't understand. You need that because you can't you can't always just have everything growing on top of itself. Like you, you need something that's going to come in and just kind of like, OK, we don't need any of this stuff anymore. We're just going to get rid of all of this stuff so that we can have new growth. And fire literally does that. It gets rid of like all the old stuff that we don't need anymore and all the little hanger ons and stuff, everything that's holding you back, psh, gone. And now we have, you know, room for this new growth and this new life to like appear now. So yeah, I think fire wow. kind of gets a bad rap sometimes for just being super destructive without people realizing that I mean fire can also bring life if you know what you're doing. Kinda like a phoenix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> So, so that's the one you would want to be. Do you think that that's what you that, that, that do you think that's the type of bender you would be? I would hope that's the kind of bender okay. that I would be. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, knowing my luck, I I'd probably be like a waterbender because <laughs> I yeah. feel like the rest of my family would be. Yeah. And then if I came out as a firebender, my dad look at my mom like, hmm, you got some explaining to do. <laughs> like, what's this? What's Ooh, going on? Yeah. Maybe like, you would end up being the avatar. That would be cool as shit. Yeah, it would, right? That would be cool as fuck, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Out, of, out of all the stories about someone who has to take on the weight of the world for themselves because they have the power and they ha- it's on them to do it, the Avatar would be the one that I'd want to be. Yeah. Like, okay, at least I have all this magnificent power. I can create this circling like sphere of air surrounded by rocks and then fire and water you yeah. know, like Aang does in the very end. Mm-hmm. Did you know um, that the uh, – who's the Fire Lord? Um, what's the name of the Fire Lord um, that he has to defeat at the end? Ozai. Fire Lord Ozai. Mm. 
Ozai, that was it. Did you know that Mark Hamill voiced him? Shut up, really? Yeah, Mark Hamill voiced uh, Fire Lord Ozai. No, I did not know that. Dope as hell, yeah, right? Cool. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. I think so. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty. No, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, need that to look that up. That was no, sure. that was Mark Hamill. <laughs> I, I, I know that I'm right. I know that I'm right that it was Mark Hamill because that's some weird trivia that I would, you know, that, that you I, would know. Yeah, yeah, I would just pull that out. <laughs> I, I'm a huge Mark Hamill fan, especially. Mm-hmm. It's it's really cool to see that he was this iconic character. Some might say the iconic character, Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And the fact that that didn't define him, that it, he's not just known as Luke Skywalker. I mean, to a lot of people, sure. But like to me, he's known as the Joker. He's the Joker forever yeah, for me. Yeah, exactly. And, and then Fire Lord Ozai. And, and he was even in the Flash TV series as, I think, like uh, the, the Toy Man or one of those characters. Mm-hmm. He was in, he was in yeah, there as yeah, that. He was. Yeah, or the jo- the trickster, I think, jokester, something like that. But um, I, I knew I just, him as Joker before anything. Before I had ever watched a single Star Wars, like everything was Batman, and he was the Joker, and that yep. was all that mattered. And then I was like, this, this, he's a child, he's a kid, because I saw it when I was yeah. a kid. So I'm just like, I didn't know they had been made like years ago. Like right. it was all new to me. I was yeah. like, but he's a kid. He can't play the Joker. The Joker <laughs> is evil. Yeah, yeah. He's a good person. What are you trying to? Like, messed my whole world up for a second there. I was like, what? That's when I really was like, oh, okay, that's the power of acting. <laughs> that's of really acting, what yeah. it is right there. Like what you were talking about with um with how you're doing, you, mm-hmm. you kept the same uh, actors yeah. for both mm-hmm. series yep. uh, in, a, in a large part so that they could show that acting is not about just playing one character and mm-hmm. being typecast. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you got you said that you guys won a lot of awards for Blue Collar Hustle. Yeah, we did. What, um, what, kind of, what were those? Oh, wow. So... Best web series, best representation of communities of color. I might have said that kind of fast. I'm sorry. Uh, best oh. representation of communities of color. Gotcha. I talk fast. I'm sorry. No, um, you're fine. I personally won. Uh, me and our other producer Sosa and my brother Alange, We all won for best producer, uh, wow. best actor, best actress. No way. Um, yeah, I mean, we entered it into you. a That's lot cool. of different. Thank you. We entered into a lot of different. Um, film festivals and web series festivals Uh and so yeah like the response that we got back was kind of overwhelming because then we were like because this was just after the first season so we're like fuck now we gotta do season two (laughs) like we can't just like oh this was a great experiment yay we had fun we're done it's like oh wait people are expecting things from us now right okay well so did did you hmm. feel pressure from that a little bit yeah but i knew we could do it I mean, because I'm like, we did season one and we were all newbies and didn't really know at all. what we. I mean, we had did a lot of research, you know, and uh-huh. uh, looked up a lot of things as far as like, you know, how like with Issa Rae. I love you, Issa Rae. If you ever listen to this, I love you so much. You're my shiro. Um, but just how like, you know, she did her web series and um, high maintenance, how that started out actually as a web series and it got picked up by HBO. So we, you know, did a lot of research, a lot of Google, a lot of asking questions about you know, how they first got started. Um, we actually reached out to some other people who were doing web series in like New York and in California and, you know, their web series were kind of successful. So we're like, you know, we just want to make sure we're at least on the right path. So what did you guys do? And they gave us great feedback and they were like, no, you guys are, you're doing exactly what you need to do. So we knew that we were on the right track. Um, so we're like, yeah, if we can do a season one, we could definitely make a season two happen. We just wanted to make sure that we had kind of a full story we wanted to make sure there was like a beginning a middle and an end so that people maybe like a little bit of a cliffhanger but so that mostly you you would know by the end of it that all the characters were were going to be okay that everything was going to for the most part like work out for everybody um 
And then we kind of almost flipped that. And now with this web series, it's probably not going to, everybody might not make it. I'll put it, I'm going to put it that way. It's, it might not end wow. great for everybody. And um, you're talking about black on both sides? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it might be a little bit more, not to say that Blue Collar Hustle wasn't realistic, but black on both sides, especially from um, an African-American perspective, is going to be a lot more realistic with like its ending <laughs> as far as probably what would happen real world. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a little bit of pressure. But I mean, our team is amazing. Our actors are amazing. Um, shout out to Sosa. You are so awesome. Shout out to Quentin. Shout out to Kiera. Oh, my God, girl, you are amazing. Shout out to Julian. You know, I love you so much. Um, I know he's probably so sick of me because I used to really, really push him with like mm. just lines and scenes. And I was like, no, because I know you got this. Like, I know you can do this. And then like the end result was beautiful. Like it was amazing. Um, he did such a great job. Thank you, Scott. Thank you so <laughs> much, Scott. You have no idea how much you have been so helpful. Thank you. Scott's been so amazing. Um, and just thank you to everybody. I mean, our whole cast and crew and everything was has just been amazing since the very beginning. So I knew that we could do it. I knew that we could continue doing it. And we want to continue doing it. So hopefully in the future, because we've already, we've literally already talked about doing anywhere between like one to two other series after Black on Both Sides. Oh, that's fantastic. So So you already have ideas? Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, my brother actually has his own production company. So, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah. Well, how recent is this? Very. <laughs> What's it called? It's still. Uh, it is called. Oh, that's a great question. Actually, it's. Uh, I want to say it's called. A hundred stories, one pen productions. Um, or like a million stories, one pen productions, something like that. It's I like super that. recent, though. You yeah. know, what? I almost called this podcast a thousand conversations. Really? It's almost the name. So I, I, I like that he. Considered that like a hundred stories or a million yeah. stories or, or whatever, one pen. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I could have said a thousand conversations, one voice or two voices, like, <laughs> you know, at a time, two vo- two voices at a time, something like that. I recorded it myself. Uh, I recorded myself when I came up with the idea for a thousand conversations, mm-hmm. and it was like four o'clock in the morning. I was so tired, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm sitting there. Um, I'm just sitting on the the um, the tub in there. Like, not like after the shower. I'm just sitting on a tub looking mm-hmm. at myself in the mirror, just having a conversation with myself. Mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly titled it my first podcast because I thought if this ever blows up, <laughs> Lord willing, then I'll, I'll, I'll post that. That way people can be like, whoa, this dude is weird. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't already think that, I don't care, but we'll see. Um, but anyway, uh, so I had a question about, uh, oh, a Blue Collar Hustle. How many mm-hmm. seasons are there? Two. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Are y'all going to be making a third or is that, did that wrap up the story? It, for the most part, wrapped up the story. Mm. Um, and again, there's so many like different things, especially right. with my brother that he always wants to do, that he was just kind of like, okay, for right now, I'm done with this. We're going to move on now to something else because I'm done with this. But we did have a lot of people who they watched the end of like season two, and they're like, all right, season three. And I was like, <laughs> mm, about that. Yeah. So actually, we have this new show that we're going to do that you're going to love. Um, it's like, okay, but you guys are going to go back to. I was like, mm, well, maybe one day. Perhaps. I mean, and again, we still have we still have really great connections with all our actors and everything. Yeah, so yeah. it's not like they wouldn't want to do it again. But, you know, again, we wanted to not just be known for one thing and we wanted to be able to grow and show our growth and give our actors something else to do. Because, I mean, that's why you like acting, right? <laughs> so yeah, you can do absolutely. different stuff. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like it would be a dream to obviously land a series regular playing the same character for years. But 
um, at the same time, like with Chris Evans with Captain America, mm-hmm. it was time for him to go. He he wants to do these like single like one off movies, mm-hmm. and then go on to different ones to tell all these different stories. Right. And but he's always going to be Captain America. He is. Yes, he's going like, to be America's ass. Robert Downey Jr. I don't give a fuck. He's Iron Man. I don't yeah. care. I legit don't care. He's Iron Man. Anybody else? Go ahead, play the role. Get in there. Sure. But it's fine. But you're not Iron Man. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Yeah. Good luck trying. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And yeah. Robert Downey Jr. did hella stuff before Iron Man. But yeah, to did. me, sorry, he is Iron Man. That's mm-hmm. it. Like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was definitely known before that. He was in uh, quite a few movies, like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. That's yeah. one of his past. Yeah. Um. But and I think uh, I was listening. To, he was actually on the Joe Rogan podcast which is my biggest inspiration for doing this one because mm-hmm. um, uh, Joe Rogan's just really awesome. He just brings on really cool people and has conversations. And I was like, I, I want to try to do that. Yeah. You know, obviously not like big time Robert Downey Jr. I don't think Robert Downey Jr. is going to walk into my apartment anytime soon. I mean, soon. you never know. <laughs> that would be cool. But, that would be hella cool. Yeah, but I think people are interesting in general whether they've had, uh, whether they're big time celebrities, millionaires mm-hmm. or not. So that was my purpose for doing this. But anyway, so he was on there talking about um, how Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was like his favorite movie that he ever did. He thinks it's his best performance. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he was just hearing a, a great, fantastic actor like him talk about the crafts and and his approach to acting and what it's meant to him in his life. That was just really cool to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, and it's nice to know that some big-time celebrities are not assholes. Yeah. You know? A lot of them aren't, but then there are some that kind of make the headlines more and they make yeah. you feel like they're all like that. It's not the truth, but... I wonder what that would be like to just... I mean, people are people. Yeah. Actors are not. True. So, I mean, no matter what you do, like, you're still a person. Everybody has their good days. Everybody has their bad days, you know, and I kind of, I can understand it, especially if, you know, because everybody, as an actor, you know, we all think we want to get big. You know, we yeah. all want to be the lead in a show or we all want to be superheroes, you know, like, we're all trying to get there. Um, but I think it's really, really important to be prepared to be there. Cause I mean, once you're in the spotlight, that shit don't go away. Yeah. It's, I mean, and you mess up because you're a person, you know, nobody is perfect. But then for the next six months, that's the story about you. That's going through headlines is how you fucked up that one time, you know, or at least until somebody else fucks up. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Someone else gets to take the headlines. Know? Yeah. Yeah. But every time somebody Googles you or something, it's not going to be about, you know, your great humanitarian work or whatever it is, it's always going to be that one thing that you fucked up. Right. So. It, it, doesn't that suck about culture, how we focus on the bad that people do and we tend to neglect the the good that's yeah. going on in their lives? All it takes is for you to have one mistake, one bad day. Yeah. And then and that's that, and people will remember you for that. Yeah. It's really well, unfortunate. I try not to judge anybody really too much, but especially anybody mm. who's in the spotlight, because anything that you do, you know, as soon as you mess up, that's the one thing that they run with, and it's like, you never did anything else, so. Right. I try not to judge too, too much. I, I'm Sometimes, with you. though, when it's just like over and over and over and over right. again, it's like, bruh, okay, like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, like all you, attention's not good attention, all press isn't good press, like, mm. just stop, stop. Yeah, if you're a repeat offender, then it's after a while, it's like, okay, maybe there is something like, wrong no, with yeah, you. Yeah, like, damn, maybe you really are an asshole. <laughs> yeah, but if it's like, this guy, you know, this guy pushed a paparazzi out of the way on the way to the movies or whatever. Right, I'm like, like, well, was the paparazzi in the fucking way? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, were they blocking the fucking street? Okay, well, shit. Yeah, exactly. And were they having a bad day? Did they, had they not eaten yet? Like, because I know if I haven't eaten and it's 1 p.m. and you make me feel any type of way you're going to get the claws right i'm just saying <laughs> and i'm going to feel bad after especially after i eat and i'm like oh man i didn't mean to do that but 
too late. It's done. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah. And then I'm in the headlines. Should've been my way. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe being a celebrity doesn't, doesn't sound too great. Then I feel like you'd have to be on your toes all the time. Yeah. And your privacy would be gone. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm willing to accept that. If the, if that ever does come for me, uh, stardom, fame, whatever, I I would welcome it. Uh, fine. Um, that would be unfortunate to have to just always be watching what you do, knowing that people are watching. But at the same time, maybe I kind of need that because then I feel like I'd, I'd be like – You'd do better. Yeah, I feel like I'd be, I feel like I'd be Fuck a little – that. I have a disclaimer. Listen, y'all. <laughs> yeah, right. Listen, I'm right. in this position. I'm not saying I'm a role model. If you want me to be your role model, cool. But I'm a person. I'm a human. I fuck up just like everybody else. So yeah. if I have a bad day and I fucked up, I'm sorry I fucked up. I'll try to do better tomorrow. But, like, I can't just be – all the time trying to be perfect yeah. on my P's and Q's all the fucking time because no one can do that. Saint. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Nobody can do that shit. But I think that would be – that in itself would make you a good role model or an example to show that you can make mistakes. Obviously, your mistakes can't be, like, huge, you know, like you know, accidentally, like, killing somebody or something. Yeah, yeah, but, no, no, no. But, like, if you make a, a, a small mistake, you accidentally drink too much and you kind of make an ass of yourself in public. Um, most of us have been there, I feel. I definitely have my, myself. And so it's like, hey, listen, like – that doesn't define me, and I need you to, you know, all you little boys and girls out there who are looking up to me to understand that you are going to make mistakes just like I have, but that doesn't have to be who you are. It doesn't have to define you. Yeah. Your mistakes definitely don't have to define you. They they, they happen, but they're not who you are. Yeah. And yeah. that in itself could make you a good example, and that's why I personally welcome fame is because I would like – I feel like I'm a good-hearted person enough to where I would like for a little boy or girl who's kind of struggling in life or – needing some guidance or someone to look up to could watch an interview or something of, of, of me and think, oh, wow, that's someone that I, I would like to grow up and be. Mm-hmm. You know, That doesn't mean I, I'm sitting here saying, oh, look at me, I'm a great person. I just I, – I think that that would, that would mean a lot to me is if, if I were able to influence someone's life in that way for the positive, even though I might never find that out. But you know, if one day I got some fan mail and it was this – guy saying like hey i was 10 years old and i saw an interview you did and it made me want to be an actor and mm-hmm. and change the world and and just so you know i've i've just raised five million dollars for autism or something like that that would that would blow my mind that's that's why i that would I be want amazing it. yeah it would and i have a handicapped sister and so um the special olympics are important to me um oh, anything that. yeah i don't you know my, my really really close friends and obviously my family know but i don't like go around look at me i have a handicapped sister you know mm-hmm. like no but um that's something that I would like to do is uh, use fame to be able to uh, start charities mm-hmm. and and have people come to events and things like that, you know, um, and raise money for to help out children in need. And, and even more than that, I mean, obviously the children need, but um, the families who are taking care of them. Yeah. Yeah, because w- growing up it's watching my lot. mom, yeah, my mom had to take care of uh, Autumn. Autumn's never going to live on her own. She can't. She needs someone to watch after her um, all day. And so my mom has had to spend a lot of her money paying for uh, this lady, Betty, who's like a, she's like my second mom or, you know, like my aunt mm-hmm. uh, almost. Um, I go to her for a, a lot of uh, a lot of guidance in my life. And she looks after autumn Monday through Friday uh, from like seven in the morning to five in the afternoon. She's she's taking care of autumn and making sure she's fed and helping her get baths and stuff like that. And um, Betty doesn't make she's a really dedicated, money. though. She, yeah. Yeah, she is. And then you got nobody money. ever makes a whole lot of money doing stuff like that, you know, no. so you have to. That's got to be that's not a job. That's a vocation. You know, like yeah. that's something that where it's important to you to help these people. Yeah. 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 And, and honestly, that's kind of why 
that's something that else that I kind of that became apparent to me in doing web series is one of the things that I mean honestly is the fact that you can do anything with a web series um so tell any story yeah, yeah. and one of the um most recent web series uh whose creators that I met it's a web series called O Jordan and it's about a boy named Jordan who's autistic Wow. Okay. And about his life and what he goes through, and also about what his family goes through, having to raise him and having to talk to the school about his needs and about his sister and how she ends up having to deal with it. You know, having to explain to her friends. You know, you know, my brother's autistic. He's on the spectrum. This is what it means. You know, because a lot of people, you know, they hear that they hear autistic or they hear disability. You know, and they think that they know what that means, but they really don't. Yeah. They don't have any idea about the everyday life and the everyday struggle of what it really is just for some people to just really go about their lives. So anybody who's really like taking care of a person like that, like hats off to you. Cause that's, that's real dedication. That's real love there. Mm -hmm. That's something where you're just like, you know, I'm going to go ahead and put this person's needs before my own. And I'm going to do this for them because, you know, I know that they can't and it's not their fault that they can't, you know, but I'm going to go ahead and take care of them. And I just think, especially, you know, with mainstream and Hollywood, we never really see stories like that. You know, like maybe once in a while we'll have something mm. like what's eating Gilbert Grape or something like that, you know, and it'll win all the awards mm. and stuff like, oh, they were so great. But it's right. like, no, but like people actually really live like that. Yeah. Like there's a lot of people who, you know, don't get the help that they need and they're never going to get the help that they need because they either can't afford it or they don't know what to do. And you got parents who have to go through a whole education <laughs> just mm -hmm. to figure out what's going on with their kid and the best way to help them. So, um, yeah, that was something that kind of very recently, like just last year, that I kind of came across. And I was like, you know, I need to maybe educate myself about what, you know, these things really mean and about like people's lives. Because, um, you know, people really are going through a lot of stuff and they don't really talk about it. It's not really something that they advertise or anything, but yeah. they're still going through it. Mm -hmm. And again, everybody's human. People have their good days and their bad days. And you never really know what's going on with people. Like, you never really know. Like, if you hadn't told me about your sister, I never would have knew. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I try to uh, live by the, the motto of, like, don't don't judge a person for you never know what trials are going through. Mm -hmm. so I'm kind of butchering that phrase or that saying. But, yeah, like, you, if someone cuts me off in traffic, like, I, I, I'm automatic impulses to get mad. You know, but then it's then I try to I try to not always. I'm not I'm gonna, like, oh, you're not even going nowhere, right? <laughs> yeah, like you, you don't even have no place to be. You were right in front of me. <laughs> like you're gonna get there two seconds earlier. Good for you, dog. <laughs> but but like at the same time, it's like it's only wasting my energy to get mad. And at the same and also, what if they really are in a rush? What if they what if they have a handicapped you know daughter mm -hmm. or son? This is extreme. I know. I'm aware. But what if there's 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 circumstances that might be going on that are causing them to behave that way mm -hmm. that that uh, doesn't necessarily mean that they're a dick. Yeah. You know, they and, and so like more more than likely that's what's going on, that it's not even directed towards me. They're not mm -hmm. they don't they didn't look over and see me and they're like, Oh screw that guy, I'm gonna cut him <laughs> off and make his day you know. They're just doing it and it doesn't have to affect me. I just uh, I do have, I still have a, that's a pet peeve of mine on the road is is bad drivers or or drivers who are Drivers who are willing to put other people's lives in danger. Mm -hmm, I don't yeah. like that. Because um, it's like, if you want to put your life in danger, if, if that's something you, you got to do or want to do, go, go for it. Go for it, but do it on your own time. Yeah, don't you know? be putting my life, don't be put, especially if someone's in the car with me, 
because I, I like at that point now I have another soul that's that I'm I'm responsible for because yeah. I'm behind the wheel. Yeah. And so if anything were to happen and they were to get hurt, I'm not explaining nothing to nobody's mama. Okay. Like uh-uh. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> exactly. Because they'll come right at me like, Shawnee, you were driving. What happened? I'm just like, oh fuck. Yeah. Right. Shit. So yeah, I'm but so it's sorry. just you. Yeah. Wasn't my fault, but I'm sorry. Like yeah. So uh, no, I'm not explaining nothing to nobody's mama. If you guys want to like act a fool, that's cool. Do that shit on your own time. <laughs> exactly. Like don't do that shit with me. Yeah. So this one time I was, uh, I used to live in Alabama, uh, for a few years and me and my coworkers were driving back, uh, to drop us all off. I was in the back seat. Um, so I was a passenger and, um, we were on the way to my place first and then we were, and then the guy who was driving was going to drop off the other guy and then he was going to go home. And, uh, there's quite a bit of traffic going the other way. So we're on this freeway to, uh, two, it's two, I think it's like three or four, three or four lanes, uh, on each side. And so the, uh, traffic on the other side of the median is just standstill. Just absolutely standstill, and I'm just in this like really introspective mood that day, which I get in especially <laughs> when I'm tired. I just start like I, I just my my body's tired, but my mind's always racing, you know, at that point. So mm-hmm. I was thinking a lot, and um, and I, I just, just this just came up because we we're talking about uh, souls and, and and cars and stuff. And uh, Mitch, the guy who's driving, he looks over all his cars. He's like, "Man, look at all the traffic. Look at all those people." And I go, "Yeah, look at all those souls." <laughs> <laughs> And and Mitch and Philip, they they look back at me and they're like, "Dude, what?" I'm like, "All right, Don, go sleep." Mm-mm. Yeah, right. Like, go you, sleep. You tired, good. You're man. okay. I was like, "Yeah, it's fine. sorry." It's fine. Look <laughs> at all those souls. <laughs> I know, right? And but I meant it. Like it, I was in such a mood to where like I legitimately meant what I was saying, and I felt that, and I mm-hmm. and it wasn't sarcasm. And yeah, I, I immediately got reprimanded <laughs> for it. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> My bad. But I mean, yeah, I, 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 I mean, they're souls. But yeah, know? and people don't really think about it like that. They just, everybody is, yeah. well, I won't say everybody, but you know, you can get into this kind of mindset where you're just kind of focused on you and what you need to do and yeah. what needs to get done, you know? And so you kind of block out everybody else and what everybody else is going through. And I think that people do that. I mean, everybody kind of does that a lot. And then, yeah. you know, something will happen and it'll it'll kind of shake you up a little bit and remind you that, like, there are other people in the world. Yeah. And, and that's that's the beauty of like movies. Um, movies can get you to start thinking about that. Um, yeah. Like, holy crap. There's people who go through things like that. And I should be a little more aware and maybe a little more conscious of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But do you ever get like that where you, you, you just start realizing like, oh, my gosh, that person over there. They've had a life and memories, and mm-hmm. they might not even be from here. Like, yeah, and, okay, because I love to people watch. Yeah, me too. So the mall is so go, fun to go oh to. Oh my god, yes. yes. Or I'll just like sit down at a park on a nice day, and I'm just like watching. Like, I try to make sure like it's like a park full of like a lot of different people, not just like kids, because I don't want them to just be like, "There's this random lady just looking yeah. at kids and shit." Like, so I'll go to like a mall or like a park or something, and yeah, yeah I just like you know sit and have like coffee or something you know and like a donut and i'll just like people watch and i was like yeah i just kind of like wonder like you know all these people we all for whatever else it is that we're going through we all kind of ended up at this mall today like right i wonder how that happened oh my gosh <laughs> I, I think like that too like how, how did that person come to live right near me and, mm-hmm. and like what are people in costa rica doing right now what are people in china hong kong well so that's i wonder like how did i not end up in certain places that's like, <laughs> how did 
I not in Duffing Costa Rica? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, hmm, I, like, like, what have I? Been, what decisions did I make with my life to get me like right here, right now in this place? Like, not that it's a bad place. Yeah, you know. But sometimes I do wonder, like. You know, because every time you make a decision, you kill a thousand futures. So I'm just like, oh, I wonder if I had just oh. did like this one thing where I would be right now. Like, would I still be here? Like having this exact life with this exact friends, you know, like or, you know, maybe if I had took this class instead, I would have met like a completely different set of people. Right. It might have like a completely different set of friends and different set of values and like all kinds of stuff. So I'm like, hmm. I do sometimes a lot of introspection about like who I am. Yeah. It's <laughs> and, insane to think about. how I got to where I am. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. When I um, was about to enter high school, my parents, my parents, not me, my parents had the decision because I lived right on the line between Brookwood High School and Parkview High School. Mm-hmm. They were rival high schools. And I actually, my parents lived closer to Parkview. But the zoning that happened in our neighborhood caused it to where essentially they had the choice. Mm-hmm. And they chose for me to go to Brookwood. And I, I think sometimes, what if I had ended up going to Parkview? I would, yeah. My best friends would have been completely different. And uh, like... I, I don't know what sports would I have played the same would I played basketball would I have decided to go for the football team uh, you know would I have tried soccer instead who who my because your friends really influence you yeah you know you, you obviously are your own person but you are heavily influenced by the people who are around you especially in your adolescence and so what would I be like now you know yeah and so those what ifs are fun to think about and they're entertaining and and I think it's a good mental exercise but it's not something you should dwell on for sure no yeah no, because for the most part, I think mostly I just think about it just to see if I would if things had been tweaked a little bit, would I still make the same choices as far as like the core of who I am and the things that I you know really believe? Because um, I'm actually originally from Michigan. I grew up in Michigan. Oh, was I born didn't know in that. Michigan. And what when part? we were Lansing, Lansing, cool. <laughs> yeah. that, that's the capital, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most people think it's Detroit. No, it's Lansing. Yeah. <laughs> I was in like third grade. I got second in the capital quiz. So (laughs) the only one I lost, which I'll never forget now, ironically, is Cheyenne, Wyoming. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, it it was either I tie for first or I get second because the first place person got 50 out of 50. And I got 49 out of 50. So anyway, yeah, that's how I knew. (laughs) So you're from Michigan. Where where were you going with that? Oh, no. um, When we were going to move. My parents kind of gave us a choice and kind of let us know we had a choice that we could either come um, here to Georgia because we had family in Georgia or we could go to Chicago because we yep. had family in Chicago. Oh, wow. y'all, y'all, y'all had the choice. They I gave... mean, they were just kind of letting us know that it was going to be one of these two places oh, okay. and they wanted us to give our feedback, like which would we prefer, which mm-hmm. did we think was going to be better, you know, for us, you know, because they were like, we're going to uproot our whole family. You know, we don't want to just like get in the car kids we're going wherever and wherever <laughs> we end up that's where you guys are gonna going to be where the lord like, takes us yeah but yeah and i mean at that point i mean i was like almost 13 um so we were a little bit older so we we could actually have feedback about what it was that sure, yeah. we thought that we were going to want um and ultimately we did decide to come to georgia but sometimes i do think about like what if we went to chicago <laughs> instead like i would legit have a completely different yeah. life i would have different friends i would have went to a different school like you know it would have been very very different but i think as far as like my most important decisions i still would have made the same decisions hmm. i probably at the end of the day would ended up with like the same kind of friends right you yeah know, the same type of people yeah right. yeah You'd most of my decisions would have been the same so i just would be sitting in a mall in chicago instead of sitting <laughs> in still a people mall watching. people watching in atlanta so yeah oh. that's interesting so, uh, do you ever go up Chicago? Chicago? Have you ever mm-hmm. uh, you visit family there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do uh-huh. you sometimes regret it? Do you wish that you had? Nope. No way. Mm, 
because of the people that you know? Because that's no. Okay. Um, no, I mean, I, I like Chicago, you know, I like, but I'm very much like a tourist in, you know, in Chicago. So I go to all of the touristy places, gotcha. you know. Um, but yeah, I definitely have family there. Um, I've got an aunt who lives up there. Um, I've got cousins who live up there, you know, so I do have family and I do try to make sure that we stay in touch, but I definitely don't regret coming to, to Georgia at all. I do think that that was definitely like the best decision. And, you know, I love my friends. I love all the people that I've met. I love all the experiences that I have. I love the fact that winter lasts for two months and then it's summer again because yeah, I am not nice. a cold liking person. I don't really like. I mean, I think the snow is beautiful. I really do. Yeah, day one. Mm -hmm. yeah. But then after like Christmas, like I just want a white Christmas. And after that, I'm like, all right, so I'm ready for spring. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. I, mm, not about this cold life. Mm -mm. Um, so, no, I think that we definitely did make the right decision um for our family and for my life and so nope i don't regret that at all cool yeah <laughs> yeah i like i like georgia myself the weather's so bipolar but that's true for the most part yeah we don't have to deal with cold too much i mean it, we're right kind of in the middle of it like today mm -hmm. was cold i'm going to do my laundry and I'm, I'm just like freezing i walk into the laundry room though and there's a girl in there with uh, wearing shorts yep <laughs> yeah and i've got a beanie on and my <laughs> <laughs> and and a, and a sweater and and my my <laughs> overcoat <laughs> and like I'm like sh I'm like right. rubbing my hands together. You're like shivering, and she's just like, "What's yeah. wrong with you?" And you're like, "What's wrong with you?" Like I it's know, cold, right? bro. Yeah. So um, we have, and it was really weird because like I've lived here since August, and and all that time I've never ran into someone in the laundry room. Really? Literally, yeah. Oh, wow. No one ever uses it, so it's nice, but. Today I run into one and she just has to poke fun at me. She, <laughs> I, I, fine or whatever, you know, you be you, Miss like hot blooded or whatever. But she was like, uh, "So it's cold out there," <laughs> and I'm and I like look over and I see that she's in shorts and a and a, a t shirt. And I'm uh, in my mind, I'm like, she must live in the building that's right right next to here. Yeah. And so she, I'm like, it's, girl, it's 40 degrees outside. Yes, it's cold. What kind yeah. of question is that? <laughs> she, I, like, I'm I'm about to leave. I got I got to go get groceries. I got to get food to make for Shawnee and myself. Like, I got to go to to the gym. Like, I. I got things to do and it's cold and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be out in this for a while. So you know what? I don't have to explain anything to you. Right. Even you don't though know I just life. explained all of it in my head. <laughs> you don't know my life. Maybe I'm thin boned. Like you don't know me, okay? You don't know my life. I don't need your judgment. Thanks. Yeah, right. That is something I noticed though when I lost weight. I used to be two hundred five pounds and as I lost weight I got colder more often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That and so like that's kind of a a negative <laughs> the thing losing weight is definitely great for your health and it's great for your joints and everything but you get colder a lot faster let's see watch like this time next month it'll be like 60 degrees outside <laughs> right and i'll be cool with that <laughs> yes i'll yeah. be so happy i'm yeah. like thank you people in georgia in the summer they complain about how hot it is i'm like would you rather have the cold like i don't mind and i'm, I'm pale like i burn but i'll put on some sunscreen i'll i'll find the shade i'm cool with that <laughs> like the I don't know. The, the heat does not bother me at all. No. I, I'd rather have that. Yep. So would you rather uh, burn to death or would you rather freeze to death? Uh, I feel like burning to death would – well, depending on the situation, it would probably be quicker. To burn to death? Yeah. Because yeah, freezing so. to death I feel like would take like hours and hours and hours. If I burn to death, I'll actually probably die from the smoke inhalation first before You're I so actually smart. even burn. Yeah. I, yeah. So like – so <laughs> – I'd rather, take that. I'd rather if you know if I had one or the other like yeah I'd rather burn to death because yeah. technically it would it'd be more like suffocating from the smoke inhalation before I ever burned but it'd be quick 
Yeah. Like freezing to death, I would just be like, oh, God, my toes are cold <laughs> and my nose is cold and my ears are cold and my fingers are cold. And I would just be like really cold, like just waiting for death. I'm like, no, I don't have to like just get this shit over with. <laughs> if I got to go, just let's let's get it done. Mm-mm. I agree. Do you, do you get cold when you watch movies that are set in like winter and stuff? Sometimes. Oh, my gosh. I like saw the I Revenant. can feel it. I was so cold. Oh my I'm god! I'm in this warm theater, and I'm just like <laughs> shivering. Like, oh my gosh, get me out of here! I was like, no, I could never do that ever. Mm-mm. No way. That'd be the one movie where they're like, "Yo, but Shawnee, this is gonna be your big break." Oh, awesome! Where are you filming it? Excuse me? Like in the cold, cold, like the Alaska cold? Oh. Mm. Uh. <laughs> um how much of it am i actually in right yeah <laughs> like can we like can we do some on green screen like, right uh, like mm, i don't know if you guys but leonardo DiCaprio's in it i know i know but um <laughs> i don't know that might sell me um i don't know tom hardy's in it i know but um but the snow is in it too though the snow <laughs> it, is also the in snow it. was definitely a like, character yes oh my god yeah i do like movies like that where the environment is a character in its mm-hmm. own um like the revenant is one like that um mad max definitely is like that. The, yeah the, that world is its own character that was I took a I took my ex wife on on our first date to Mad Max. That was a great first date movie. You were married? Yeah, I was. You didn't Good know this, bro? Where? Okay, you've lived in like all fifty states. You've been married. Like, <laughs> yo, are you serious? Yeah, I feel that, like I don't know you at all. Oh well, my god, that's why you're here. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, um, but we were married in the end of 2016, and uh, it ended not not much longer after that. Uh, it was uh, the end of 2017 beginning like literally this new year's eve of 2017 going into 2018 so it was a little over a year yeah so it didn't last very long and uh i wasn't uh i wasn't a very good husband to be honest with you i didn't i i wasn't ready for it i don't know if she was or not i don't don't really want to speak for her but i wasn't and uh i know now what to do better yeah and people don't really explain marriage in the movies and stuff it's always just like oh you get the girl you get the guy and then happily ever after romantic comedies nope yeah. That's not how it works at all. Romantic comedies are, are literally ruining. They're the devil. Yeah. They make you feel like you're knight in shining armor, which, by the way, I don't like that phrase because I would rather, if I were a female at least, I would rather have a knight in dirty ass, like, broken down armor. Because it shows that you did something. He'd been, yeah, he'd been out Yo, there fighting for me. You, right? Yeah. Like, get out of here with this Lord Farquaad ass right? who hadn't done shit except I don't need sit this out new, uh-uh, no. You ain't did nothing. You ain't lived nothing. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. You ain't fought no dragons or nothing. Uh-uh. Get <laughs> exactly, out of here. Exactly, yeah. Mm-mm. No, it, um, no, I agree. So I, romantic comedies like that, I, I think are ridiculous. They're so unrealistic. But if you go into it knowing that they're, unre- they're unrealistic and they're ridiculous, then it's fine. But right. if you go into it or if you leave it thinking like, oh, that's what love is like, then you're doomed for failure. And that was me. I, I, uh, movies are such a huge influence on me. I think they are yeah. for a lot of people. Movies, TV. Books too. Yeah, oh, any, yeah. Any, any form of entertainment. Definitely books, yeah. yeah. So what kind of uh, books do, uh, are you into? I read all kinds of books, but um, I really, really like sci-fi, and I really, really like fantasy. Um, me too. Yeah, like so that's what, uh, just all of that. That's why like me and Kendall get along like so well, because we sit around and we just talk about Harry Potter for like 10 hours. Oh my gosh, I could talk about Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me and Anna last night, we were talking about <laughs> Harry Potter. I got the third book just sitting right over there on my nightstand. Oh my gosh. It was, like, a, it was yo, a gift yeah. from someone who meant a lot to me a long while ago. So out of all the books, that one is the one that I keep going back to mm-hmm. just because she was really important to me um, for a very short period of time, but she was important. And so she gave that to me. And so 
I read that book a lot. Mm -hmm. And so I know the third book. It's my favorite book, my favorite movie. Uh, It's the introduction to Sirius Black, my favorite character. Yes. Yes, right? (gasps) Okay, so, I mean, at this point, everybody's seen all the Harry Potter films and stuff, so you don't need to spoil warning. When Sirius Black died, they're, like, I had... A, like I literally had like an existential crisis reading the book. <laughs> like I was because he was. I was like, "Yo, all Harry ever really wanted was a family, mm-hmm. and now he has it." And not only that, I felt like there was so much that Harry still didn't really know about his parents and about his dad, and like mm-hmm. you know them coming up and like the whole like friendship and just. I'm like, I felt like there was just years and years of of time that Harry missed out on, and. Serious Black, and I guess Lupin as well, but definitely Serious right. really could have helped fill in a lot of gaps. Yeah, and he really didn't get a chance to do that. And then he died, and I just was, I was really like, <sighs> I'm still kind of upset. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I can feel it. I can feel <laughs> your your sadness. <laughs> no, I just, so I was very just, I was very hurt. I was, I was very like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> was he your favorite character? He was one of them, yeah, and I thought, I mean, yeah, he was kind of like, you know, reckless a little bit, but I still felt like he was good for Harry. Yeah, definitely reckless. And I felt like Harry yeah. was really good for him. Yeah. Oh, Harry was so good he for him. He was so good for like him. Like in that battle, I, they don't do it in the book, but it, they do it in the movie. Um, on, the, fifth, the fifth movie is very underrated. A lot of people don't like it just because it's very downer and it's slower because it brings in the Order of the Phoenix, mm-hmm. and like shit is starting to get really real mm-hmm. because Voldemort's officially back from the Goblet of Fire. So it's it's not the movie itself and even the book aren't as like touted as highly as the other ones, but I think it deserves to be. And in the fifth movie, uh, I think a new director took over. I, mm-hmm. I can't, uh, T.J. Yates maybe or I can't remember who the or no that was that was the one-off director, Alfonso Cuarón. Crap, I can't remember. Because I feel like they had, like, the first two movies, I feel like, had the same director. Then the third movie had a different one, and the fourth movie had a different one, and the fifth one had a different one. I think, like, the sixth, seventh, and eighth one all had, like, the same one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It did seem like every time they're making a new movie, it was, like, a new director. So I was like, okay, whatever, just give me the movie. (laughs) Yeah, just give me the movie. I don't care about who the director is anyway. I just want the movie. But the fifth movie, and this isn't, like, me, this isn't necessarily my thoughts. I watched a YouTube video breaking down why the fifth movie was so good, and that's Mm -hmm. kind of, like, why I have this opinion, too. The fifth book was my favorite one, honestly. The The fifth movie? Mm-hmm. The fifth wow, book cool. and the fifth movie—they were my favorite one. Wow, yeah. interesting. Because think, because shit did get real. It did. Because and I felt like that was when, as like she was really growing with her audience. Because at this point, you know, we start and you know Harry's like eleven years old. Yeah. And by the fifth one, he's like you know fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, 16 yeah. You know, so he's getting up there and he's at a point now where he's old enough where he really can have answers to you know his questions. Yeah. And so and I felt like it. too, bro. Like I got questions. We need answers. <laughs> you like these to me right yo, now. like come on. So yeah. I totally felt like all his like teen angst and stuff. Like I was I was right there with him. Um, yeah. And then Sirius Black that, died. And in that fifth movie. The reason why I love it so much, especially that part with, with Sirius at the end when they're in the Ministry of Magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're fighting. And, and they're fighting, like, and he calls him James. Nice one, James. Nice oh! one, James. Oh, my God. Like, my heart every single time. I just, it, it just, my stomach drops. My heart pounds. It's, oh, it's just such a good moment. And, uh, yeah, it's not in the book, but the fact that they decided to write that into the screenplay yeah. for the movie. Oh, my gosh. I just... Uh, you, you can just feel the love for the Harry Potter universe and the Harry Potter world and what J.K. Rowling had done in that fifth movie. Yeah. So I, I'm not surprised that's your – that's my second favorite. No, well, 
Okay, third favorite because the sixth. <laughs> I love the sixth one. Um, I think the sixth one is like really, really underrated. It, yeah. I think because I think a lot of people thought it was going to be a lot more um, action than yeah. it was. But I was like, no, I feel like we really need this piece of the story mm-hmm. to really especially bring together what happens in the final book. Yeah, you had to set up the Horcruxes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I felt like you really had to kind of also set up why Voldemort was doing what he was doing because they yeah. never – they never. He was always just like this big bad, but they never really explain. Okay, well, what the fuck is this deal though? Yeah, they like they he's go like, into his oh, backstory. I just want pure bloods, but then you're also kind of killing pure bloods too, and just like, yo, what's yeah. like, what the fuck's going on? Come like, on, man. explain like, yourself. Get some solidarity, you know? Like. Yeah, something. Yeah. And so they did kind of like really go into like his background a little bit more, and you know how he kind of always just felt like out of place, and even when he was kind of little, he was like terrorizing little kids and shit. <laughs> like he just kind of was always like this bastard. Like yeah, he was just, evil as hell. Yeah. Like, that just was kind of who he was. Yeah. And then he got older and found out he had powers. And um, with power and I think with with fame, uh, a lot of people are just like, oh, you know, you you became famous and became an asshole. I'm like, no, I think with power and fame, you just become more of who you already more were. Power, yeah. So if you were an Agreed. asshole before, now you're just a powerful asshole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, really? Does it make you like, oh, I've got money. I can do good in the world. Like, no, I got money. Now I can get what I want. Yeah. Like, yeah. Basically. Yeah, so I liked the sixth one because it kind of really did go into his, you know, his background and why he was kind of doing what he was doing. The fact that he just kind of was always an asshole. Like, when he was little, he just was an asshole. Yeah, it's just evil is evil. Yeah, sometimes Sometimes. evil just is evil. There's just no accounting for it. Um, And and I think it it did kind of humanize him a little bit because then you see, like, what his mom went through and his dad. And I'm like, damn, even she was doing some evil shit, like – Right. She put a love spell on somebody yeah, like, God damn, that, like, yeah. shit, girl, like, feel like there was a lot of other things you could have did to get out of your situation. Right. <laughs> like, mm, you basically made this dude like your slave. And then you thought he just was going to be in love with you. So you stopped. And then he was like, no, nah, I'm out. And you were surprised, bitch. Like, <laughs> no, like, it's not how it no, works. Like, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And honestly, like, I don't know. I kind of feel like sometimes that that can kind of be like a reoccurring <laughs> thing where. You know, girls will get with a guy and be like, oh, I'm going to have his baby and he's going to love me. Like, oh, a trap baby? Yeah. And I'm just like, mm, girl, yeah, no. That's no. not how this works, like, at all. Like, yeah. All mm-hmm. you're going to do is now you're just going to have someone that resents you and who you end up resenting for the rest of your life because now they got to pay child support and for a child that you're not going to let them see because y'all have issues. And, like, yeah. that's, just, that's not good for anybody, especially the child. Yeah. The I'm like, okay, gonna... you can have a Voldemort baby. Keep playing. <laughs> all right. <That's> your... <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, you think all this is fun and games? So he grows up killing people and stuff. Okay. That's what they should have told right. us back in like eighth grade <laughs> science class, <laughs> sex ed. Like, you you want a Voldemort baby? Right? Huh? You want a Voldemort <laughs> oh, baby? Shit. <laughs> I'd be like, no. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably be a virgin. No to boys, this day. I, bruh. Right? No yeah. boys that cute. It's all right. It's fine. It's okay. So, <clears throat> so I was telling Anna this story about the fifth book. Uh, so you know, Sirius Black, my favorite character. Uh, I would back in the day uh, when I was reading the books, I actually didn't start reading them until I was 18 uh, on the uh, request of an ex-girlfriend. And um, so I, even after we broke up, I continued reading the books and uh, my buddy Charles, he would uh, talk with me every time I'd finished reading a book and I'd go over to his place, we'd smoke a joint and then we'd watch the movie because he owned all of them. Oh so shit. we That's finished. Awesome. Yeah. So we, I, it was cool. And I love Charles. He's one of my best friends to this day. So um, we, uh, we watched the fourth one. I just read. I just got done finished reading the book. We watched the movie, and then at the end, he goes, "You know, man, like you've been you've been reading the books and then watching the movies. Why don't you try watching the movie and then reading Read the, the book. book after?" 
And, I, and I'm like, cool, all right, you know what, that's fine. Like, I'll do it once. Like, just once, I'll do it. And so we did it for the fifth. Like, I'm already there, so he just plops in the fifth movie and we watch it. And Sirius dies at the end. And he's my favorite character. And I look at him, and I'm like, oh, I'm like Charles, you know Sirius is my favorite character. We've talked about this numerous times. So now i got to read the fifth book, knowing the whole time that Fuck. he's going to die. But But here's the thing. There's always a silver lining to everything. There's always a reason for it. I wouldn't say there's a reason for this. That's too much, but that's too existential. But but there was a silver lining in the fact that in reading the fifth book, I at least got to say bye to Sirius. Mm-hmm. Every time I read his words, every time he was on the page, it was magnified to me. So I'm getting kind of chills actually thinking about it. So like in the end, like not a big deal that Charles did that because it 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 took away that surprise, but it gave me something more, which was that I got to Really appreciate just, it more yeah i got to appreciate yeah. serious i got to appreciate that book and so that book really stands out to me that's actually most. pretty crazy yeah you know because we do have a you know all these situations where everybody's just like today could be your last day you never really know when you're gonna go but we don't actually i feel like really appreciate it day to day we just go about our day-to-day lives and right. then something happens you know to somebody that we love or that we care about and then it's like we have we feel like we have to go back and like reread every text they ever sent us, yeah. you know, and you know, See every like Yeah, you know, and it does mean like that much more. But like if you really did think about the fact that like they could be gone at any point, then we I feel like would do that like a lot more. Everything would be a lot more, you know, serious. Everything would be well, maybe not serious, but it would hold a lot more weight, the conversations that you have yeah. and the things that you say to people. Um, and just the way that I feel like you would come <coughs> off to people, uh, th- people would probably be a lot more honest and then they would also be a lot more sincere yeah. i think with people if we really did think about like you know i could leave here and god forbid get into a car accident <laughs> right. get into a car accident <laughs> well, you know no. and these would be the last you know words that i ever say would be you know your podcast well at least like, they'd be immortalized that's true yeah that's very it's been recorded true. down so yeah. um no it's on the internet so it's forever <laughs> yes <laughs> That's the other thing. Oh my gosh, you post something on the internet. And oh, it's forever. That shit is there forever. Yeah, these celebrities and these um these business accounts like Walmart just recently posted something on Twitter and then deleted it. But like, bro, like we've seen it, bro. Yeah, Mm-mm. you took it down five seconds later. That's five seconds that a million and a half people got to Saw see it, it and, yeah. and and copied and pasted it or they screenshotted it or whatever. It, they, it was it was regarding Paul Walker. Did you see this? Oh my gosh, someone. Um, what the fuck? I know, right? Don't even mess with my Paul like, Walker. Don't <laughs> come on. Um, don't make me boycott Walmart. Like, oh, shoot, I, I despise Walmart. I still, I still go because there's some, some, there's certain things that I just need that are only at Walmart. Certain ice creams that I like, or like, um, uh, you know, certain foods. Uh, hummus. There's a hummus brand that I really like. Anyway, so, but yeah, other than that, I just hate Walmart because of the how the fact they're they the have, devil. They are. They have like twenty five. They, they have twenty five registers, and only two are open at any time of the day, unless it's Black Friday. So, like, get out of here with that. Like, <laughs> y'all, you know, you can afford to hire other people to man those registers and get us out of there. And every time I go, and you to know, Walmart, you can afford to actually, like, you know, pay your people a decent fucking wage. Right. Oh like, my gosh. damn, if you work at Walmart, you shouldn't have to have like a whole nother goddamn job, a whole nother fucking full time job yeah. just to be able to afford to live like that's goddamn ridiculous. Walmart, you make too much money. Just it's stop. messed up. I, I don't like that, that these companies that are like publicly owned. I don't know if Walmart is or not. I, I don't know too much about like business and stuff, but these I was thinking about this and talking about this with a friend the other day. And I at least in my opinion, is that these companies that are publicly owned and they have shareholders who are who are expecting revenue and for their shares to get bigger and bigger and, and their pockets to get bigger and bigger and fatter 
um, that that is a, in my opinion, the one of the big reasons why these low-level employees are being so screwed is that the company, even though they might want to give back more to their employees and show that they care and pay them more, they can't because, unfortunately, employees are the where they're able to uh, squeeze the most dollars out of because mm-hmm. um, they're able to pay them less or screw them over in this way or that way with PTO and, and sick time and all that or uh, uh, vacation pay or even maternity leave or not having maternity leave, just forcing your employees to basically work to the tooth and bone for you. And so in that regard, you're able to maximize your profits and, and uh, keep your shareholders happy. So d- like companies like Disney, for example, with Disney Plus and everything, and they're buying up. They're literally just like hi- hungry hippoing all these companies. Yo, I can't even. Like, I, and don't get me wrong. And I'm not I'll even mad because I have Disney out. Plus. Yeah. Like, I got it. I did. Like, I don't I anymore. Just... But yeah, I, I, watched it. I watched The Mandalorian. I'll wait for it to come back. Or I'll wait for um, uh, Star Wars. The, um, they're, at the end of February, they're bringing, mm-hmm. up, they're bringing back Star Wars. Yeah. The animated series. Uh, forget the Clone Wars. They're bringing back the last episode, the last season. I will watch it then. But well, I had to get it because my niece is like obsessed with Frozen. Oh, oh, there you go. Did you so, see Frozen too? I have not yet. I'm trying really hard not to see. it. She's seen it like three times. Into the unknown. But I, oh my, oh yo. man, it's a better song than Let It Go. It opinion. is though. It like is. I know all the songs and I know what happens because then she'll go watch the movie and then she wants to sit and tell me all about it. And I'm just like, oh, okay, great. all right, we're gonna talk about it again. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. So I had to get Disney Plus, and then of course, like you know, you get a streaming service, and people find out, like, oh, what's your password? Like, oh, it's this. And so I literally, like, if I show you like the profiles on my Disney Plus, it's like seven people. No shit. (laughs) So I told (laughs) everybody, like, everybody, just give me like a dollar a month. We're good. It's fine. Yeah, you pay for it. Yeah, (laughs) like it's fine. It's okay. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Shoot, you could get a hustling business out of that. I need to look into that. (laughs) I need to. I need to sit down and think. That's why Netflix is trying to sue people now for doing that. Are they? (laughs) I didn't know that. Technically, well, I think it's well, at least for Netflix. It's not right now for Disney Plus, but I'm pretty sure yeah. right right now for Netflix, they've like they're like, yeah, no, if you have an account, it's your account. Nobody else is supposed to be on your account. Mm, but okay. they, whatever, man. <laughs> okay, it's they're only doing that now because they have comp, they have legit competition and, they, and their profit margins are starting to. They did shrink. it after a oh, what is that fucking movie? Black Box or Bird Box or something? Bird Box. Oh That's, my gosh. Yeah, because so many people watched it, and so many people were talking about it, but. Oh, the it amount of people talking. Oh, to how many <laughs> the people amount of people it? who viewed it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it was like the amount of people were talking about it who had seen it were like triple the views that it had. And Netflix was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, <laughs> how everybody seen this? Like everybody wouldn't just go in everybody's house to have big viewing parties. Like, no, like, yeah, <laughs> people were sharing their passwords. Like, no, you gotta oh. see this, and watch it. And yeah, Netflix was like, "What the fuck is this?" Damn, <laughs> that's that's. That's uh, it's smart on them to catch that. But so, um, oh, on Disney Plus, uh, you need to watch this show. Uh, the it's um, Uncharted, maybe. Uh, I can't remember what it's exactly called, but it's with Gordon Ramsay. They mm-hmm. got the famous celebrity chef. Mm-hmm. He goes to different um, cultures, different countries in the world, and he spends, I think, like maybe three or four days, maybe a whole week, uh, learning their their like authentic like. Uh, local recipes food and, and recipes yeah mm-hmm. and how to make food and uh he has to kill animals like he goes to the the first episode is uh based in peru i love peru i hope to visit there someday but he goes to peru and he has to uh like catch these guinea pigs and he cooks them oh it, oh, it's okay they they're that's like they're like they're like you guys can't see my face right now but i'm just oh, like right. oh no the poor animals <laughs> Well, to well them, I go get a burger after this. Right, like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, I didn't just eat chicken. It's fine. <laughs> just don't think about it. Just just keep, keep it moving. 
But he has to um, – and then they have, like, these potatoes that grow on the side of these mountains. And so, see, I, see how I, that was clever of me? I just took it to an inanimate uh, food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, but it, and he goes to the markets and he finds all these spices. And anyway, at the end of it, uh, he is taught along the way by one of uh, – a famous chef from that country. So in Peru, he was taught by this famous chef there how to make all this, uh, all this food. And then on the last day, they uh, battle each other. And Gordon Ramsay makes uh, his own style of dish, but using only the food that he got there locally. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, they ha- he has to cook it in their way. So they actually he has to use a uh, like a ground stove or oven or whatever, like a rock oven mm-hmm. uh, in, in Peru. Like it, he has to. Use so it's like, all really, really authentic. Yeah, it's and it's like in the earth, and he's on this side of this hill, and he's outside, and it's like holy, it's really cool. It's really cool. And Gordon Ramsay's a treat. It. He is. He is a national treasure, not American, obviously. I think he's Irish, <laughs> or he's not. He's not. He's not British. He's not British. I don't think so. I think he's Irish or Scottish, but I could be wrong. He, he's over Great Britain. You know, it covers everything. So he's great. I know. He's Great <laughs> British. He's great. He's Great British. But anyway, so uh, that's a good. That's a good one. You should watch that. Okay, I'm definitely gonna watch that. Yeah, because yeah. I started watching Disney Plus, and I, I fucking got caught up in Gargoyles. I did too. Yo, I, I was watched like, the first two seasons. This shit is not a children's show. No. <laughs> channel no, and our not. parents were letting us watch it i was like yo this is some real shit going on in this show hell yeah what the fuck like oh my god like so good though i know so good like but. it's uh like they have the, the the one gargoyle who doesn't understand what a gun is and then he shoots that yeah the, he, shoots he shoots her. the detective yeah and she's like oh she almost dies and i'm like oh i mean a good way maybe not the best way to tell kids about gun control but shit like i guess there is a way yeah jeez like this is like real life shit though yeah <laughs> gargoyles i know I'm, i i because oh, i'm like Maybe as a I child like i don't know i didn't remember like i didn't remember it like that as a kid no. you know like i remember the show and i remember i liked it yeah. you know but then going back as an adult watching it i'm like what the fuck why was this what this is not for children <laughs> no it's like rewatching spongebob episodes and seeing like whoa that was a sex joke that was a dick joke like oh my gosh Okay, because I used to not even watch SpongeBob because I thought it was a kid's show. And I was like, oh, okay, all my little cousins <laughs> like okay, it or whatever, gotcha. you know, it's fine. I was like, but I'm not watching, especially because, you know, I thought I was an adult. I'm like, I'm not watching Nickelodeon, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> what does that look like yeah. as I watch all this anime, of course? But I'm like, what does it look like you watching Nickelodeon? I'm not watching SpongeBob. And then I watched an episode one day and I was like, yo, this is actually hella funny. <laughs> like, it's I'm not a like, show. I don't have to smoke or drink or anything. This is just like really funny. Like, Although it is better when you smoke. That's very true. Yeah, when I, when I was in college, <laughs> in Statesboro I would smoke every I, I had class that started uh, summer class uh, I think uh, what was I taking economics it was at 1pm and then the rest of my classes were after that and so I would wake up about 10, 30, 11 and I would smoke and I would watch Spongebob which wake would be on what? Wake and bake yeah oh yeah wake and bake make some bacon <laughs> make some eggs and uh, and then sit down and I'd watch Spongebob from like 11 to about 12.45 and then I'd dip out and go to class yeah good times Shit. That sounds awesome. Yeah. You want to hear a funny story, actually? Yes. I just remembered. Um, when I lived in Statesboro, I had two other roommates who were in this house on the outskirts of town. And and someone gave me this idea that I should pretend to sleepwalk to my uh, so to mess with my, my – um, Your roommate? My roommates, yeah. And uh, one of them was out of town, so the other guy is this guy named John Lamparter. I, I don't know where he is these days. I love John. <laughs> I don't know if he'll ever hear this, but John, yeah, I was fucking with you. 
I never told him. He's sorry, John. Kind of, <laughs> sort of. No, not. It was hilarious. Oh, shit. <laughs> I videotaped it and everything. It was on my camcorder. I don't know where, my, I don't know where that is uh, anymore. But I literally cracked my door open. And I, I turned on the record the the camera so you could see out. And it's for like, people who are listening to this who are not millennials, a camcorder. Oh right, yeah, <laughs> is a device that you would use to record things. Yeah, it's like video and audio. Before yeah. we had cell phones that did that. Okay, yeah. continue. Thank <laughs> like, you. Thank you for that disclaimer. There's gonna be like some twelve year old who's like, "What the fuck is a camcorder? <laughs> what the fuck is a twelve year old listening to this for? Get out of here, bro." Actually, I hope you learned some real shit about life. <laughs> and you're going to end up growing up and being a better person for it. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Continue. So um, so I set up my camcorder, and uh, and I go out. And it's like maybe 12.30, 12.45 at night. And I told, I was like, yeah, hey, man, I'm going to go to bed. Like It was like 11.30. He and I were hanging out, drinking some scotch or whatever. And so I go, and I'm, I don't plan on going to bed at all. And so I walk out. And to make it even more, I make sh- I'm only in sweatpants. I've got my shirt <laughs> off. Cause like what kind of what guy would like yeah fake? you can't be full clothes like, right yeah. yeah so I, w- I really went all out so I'm in I'm in just just sweatpants and I walk out and I'm I got like my eyes like ninety percent closed and I'm just like kind of grunting every like, huh. you know every now and then huh. <laughs> and so I go and John's sitting on the uh, recliner just watching TV <laughs> and and I open up the fridge and he goes hey man. And I, and I don't, oh, I don't, shit. I don't respond to him at all. And it was so hard not to laugh. It was so hard. But I saw it he as an exercise in acting. He was probably freaked the fuck out. Oh my god. He, he was, was like, shit. My oh. roommate sleepwalks. I can't wake him up because he's not supposed to wake a sleepwalker. But I, I don't know. want to hurt himself. God damn it. What the fuck do I do? Right. No, I'm sure. <laughs> all his, oh, he looks in. The, it, I wish I still had that oh, uh, the no. video. But I go to the fridge. I open it up and I grab the bacon out of it and i go and i start i literally just start whipping up some bacon right there in the kitchen and i'm just i'm just sitting there just uh, uh. And he, he's he's like bro hey you you okay you're not responding or whatever he's like you drunk and i'm not doing anything like and then literally once the bacon starts going i turn it down a little bit so that because it was it was starting to pop, pop on mm-hmm. my bare chest which Ooh, was, that was really hard because every time it happened i was you, like yeah i was I'd like I, I had to react but i had to like not wake up from it you mm-hmm. know so i back up a little bit and then i just i just i just lower my chin to my chest and i just start snoring just <laughs> just snoring <laughs> and he's like whoa wait are you sleepwalking man oh god and obviously i don't respond right but right he's like oh my gosh this is <laughs> this is he's like oh my gosh <laughs> just hearing him oh it was so it was so funny and so uh so oh, I, poor I, guy. in the in the end i make the bacon i get i get like a, a cold paper towels i put them down on a plate put the bacon on it so to soak the, the the grease into it and uh, and then I get another plate and I put a couple on and I walk over to him and I hand him the plate and then I just walk back to my room <laughs> with my bacon <laughs> and I just eat. I eat my bacon and I go to bed and I don't talk to him about it. He doesn't even bring it up the next day. That was the oh, weird no. thing. Oh, no. No, 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 no. We would have talked about that. I'm like, uh, so, bro, I don't know if you know this, but you kind of sleepwalk. Like, you kind of made right? bacon and like. <laughs> it was so weird. The next day I wake up and, and uh, he had class. And I'm up, and I start I start making bacon again, right? Just to like just because when I wake up, I come out, and and it takes all of me to like not laugh, not look right, him in right, the yeah. eyes, and like in in and giggle. But like I'm just like, hey John, what's up, man? And he's like, hey dude. And I'm like, so you have a good night? And he's like, yeah, dude. I'm like, cool. I'll make some bacon. You want some? And he's like, no, I'm good. I gotta go to class. 
And so I just go on and make some bacon. I'm like, dude, what the hell? Is I no. need to talk to you about this? I would have been like, yo, did you already make bacon? You right? There's some, I feel like, did I make, didn't we have more wait, bacon? Wait, yeah. Well, oh, hey, <laughs> no, yeah. bro, we're oh, going to talk about been good. Yeah, hey, man, did you, dude, like four slices are missing. Wait, hey, did I, I'm starting to get flashbacks. Did I make bacon or something? Oh, I could have, I should have done that. But it was just, it was, I was just, I was fully intending on him talking to me about it. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't. I guess he just. I don't know. He was just like, mm, this is just the life we live in now. Yeah, <laughs> My right. My roommate sleepwalks sometimes. It's okay. It's fine. He doesn't yeah. hurt anything. I don't, it's fine. True. I never did anything. I never did it again, but. Yo, yeah, that's man. hilarious. That was, I think, I think the best <laughs> prank I ever pulled. He was probably so confused. Yes. He was like, all right, we're just not going to talk about it. Yeah. He's like, if he doesn't remember, I don't remember. It's fine. It never right. happened. It, it just, just maybe I was sleepwalking. Who knows? Right. Maybe I was He's like, maybe that was a dream I had. I don't know. We're not going to talk about it. It's fine. It's cool. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. good times. <laughs> good, good, good times. Do you like pranking people? I do. I don't do it a whole lot. Um, I, cause I, because people can take it too far when they prank you back, you know, mm-hmm. and then you can end up getting hurt. But um, yeah, I enjoy pranks. I enjoy scaring people. It's fun. Uh, it's not something I go out of my way to do, though, mm-hmm. you know, like, n- no. But uh, I used to, when I lived with my parents, I would always prank my mom. And I, I Moms loved, are so easy. Yeah. So... <laughs> So um, what I did was, you know the uh, the spray that's next to the sink? You know, the, the yeah. spray nozzle that you use to like clean okay. up your dishes? Well, if you put a rubber band on the trigger for it, when you turn on the sink, it doesn't yeah. come out of the sink. It, yeah, it, it sprays. sprays out of that. So Holy I would shit. do that. I would put the rubber band, and then I would angle it to where like I knew that it would come out and like hit her right in the face. <laughs> and so I did that. I did it to her a couple times. And the first time was – A couple? Yeah. Well, this – the, Damn, I'll get to bro. the next time. The, the first time was hilarious. Oh my gosh, I'm sitting in I'm sitting in the living room. My, I know that my mom's making dinner, and then there she goes, and then I just hear like, oh, oh, oh she goes, don't it, and she turns around. <laughs> she and, it was you. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I'm just because well, it took her a second because she had to look and see, and she sees the fucking rubber band right. on it, and she's like, this little shit, you know. <laughs> and so she gets this whole bottle of water, and she goes, she throws it on me. It was great. And then I got some whipped cream and I threw it on her. We, 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 had, we had a fun time. My mom still talks about our whipped cream battles. It was Aww. hilarious. So the second time I did it uh, was the last time because my handicapped sister, Autumn, uh, actually came in to uh, rinse out her bowl and put it, put it down. She's, she's handicapped, but she knows how to do like regular yeah. chores and stuff. And so I'm sitting in the living room again waiting to hear my mom scream. And this is like a couple weeks later, so it's been enough time. But like, it's it's gonna you know it's, it's still gonna be totally funny, yeah. Right. But then I I hear I hear a noise, and and I turn around, and it's Autumn that it happened to. I know. Fuck. Right. And 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 so I never did it again. I yeah. was like, because Autumn doesn't deserve that, you know. And I went, I immediately ran into the kitchen. I gave her a hug. I dried her off, and like, and I came in, and got her new shirt to put on, and everything. And she was, you know, she doesn't understand what happened. She just. Got hit with water. You so know? I like that is kind of always happens with siblings, though. Right. Like yeah. anybody else, it's like, damn it, that wasn't for you. I'm yeah. sorry. That was not meant. Oh, you had to go and get that away. That was not yeah. meant for you. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so if it had happened to my other sister, April, who lived with us, then fuck it. I don't care. Right. You yeah. Know? But Autumn, no. Because Autumn can't, doesn't know. To, she, she can't get me back, you know. And, and she definitely didn't deserve that. So I never did that again. But I did. Um, I did throw uh, cold water on my sister April when she was showering. 
That's not funny. See, <laughs> that's not funny at all. No, oh my it was God. so funny. It was so. Well, She's she got your me older back. sister. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like that's that's uh, oh, guys. That sounds like a little brother thing to do. That's oh, why I'm yeah. sitting here like that's not funny because I, I have a little brother, brother who will do shit like that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we are we are assholes. <laughs> yeah. I He's saw not her. an asshole anymore. He wasn't really an asshole when he was little, but he did used to do like little things, and I'd be like, "That's not even funny." And he, him and his friends would just be like, "Oh, that's so hilarious." Mm, it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel bad. This one time, uh, me and my friends, we went into April's room and we grabbed all of her bras out of her. Um, See, that's drawer. not funny. It's See? not. I, it's Why not. Would- when I was like oh. ten, it was the funniest thing ever, you know. But now I'm like, I, 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 why did I ever do that? You would have got the funniest ass woman ever. Yeah. Oh, she me? was so mad. I saw how mad she was, and I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that, you know. Like if I did it on my own, or actually, yeah, I, I have pranked people because I'm remembering this one time I went out at our old house. We lived in this old house from uh, my age, uh, like one to seven. Then we moved into the house that I grew up in, like all throughout high school and middle school. But um, in our old house. There was this big, we had a massive front yard. It was like four football fields. It was really, it was all Shit. land. Yeah, we had a really tiny house, but like all land. And um, so uh, around springtime is when the lightning bugs would come out. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I know, right? Yeah, uh, good times. And uh, so I, I went out and I caught a bunch of them in a mason jar. And then I released them in April's room. <laughs> and I closed the doors. <laughs> Damn. Seriously, you just let a bunch of bugs in your sister's room? Are you uh, serious? Yeah, when you think about it that way, yeah. Yes, that's what you did. You let yeah. a bunch of bugs loose in your sister's room. That's what you did. So, yeah, that's the kind of shit that, like, my little brother would do. And I'd be like, yeah. little shit. <laughs> like, you know, there was, I, I, I pulled another, like, almost prank on her. It wasn't on purpose. I just um, – so this other time, she had a tape recorder, and she recorded um, her uh, – our, our granddad was a, um, a World War II veteran. He was in the Coast Guard. And uh, he had been, you know, uh, all around uh, World War II, like in all the different countries where it was taking place. And she interviewed him for her history class. Oh, wow. Yeah. What did you do? <laughs> oh, my God. Dalton. Okay, this one wasn't on purpose. It really wasn't. Really? I didn't, I Why didn't... do I not believe you? No, no I know. I, a lot of things I do on purpose. But this one, I really I, – I, I'm not that mean to where I'm going to, like, jeopardize a grade in a class, you know? I was just a, a, a young kid who liked pop stars. I was I was a huge um, Backstreet Boys fan mm-hmm. and a little bit In Sync. Yeah, right. In Sync wasn't as good, and I and I still hold, I still believe that I, Justin Timberlake f- fantastic. He mm-hmm. has had the best career out of everybody out of all those like ten guys. But um, the Backstreet Boys were the better group in my opinion. But at this time, I was trying to give In Sync a chance, and so I um, and I and I thought I could sing. And so uh, I, w- I spent a lot of time in our basement. It was an unfinished basement. I had like a mini basketball goal down there and a pool table. And that was like my, my, my hangout area. So I go down there and I had a radio as well that I'd be playing. And um, this was back before you could stream anything, right? Mm-hmm. So you had to listen to the radio. So I'm sitting there just waiting for the radio, waiting for them to play Bye Bye Bye. Yeah. Yeah. And they finally play it. And so I hit record on, on the tape recorder and I start singing along to it, the whole song. And I... Yeah, yeah, and so and I and I click stop when I'm done. I, I rewind it and I play it and I'm listening to myself and I'm like, yeah, you know, that's awesome. great. Yeah, yeah, bye, bye, bye. And uh, and so then I go and I I put the tape recorder back in my room, and the next day I wake up and the rec- and the tape recorder is gone, and I'm like, okay, April just took it back. Oh, Whatever, I'll listen to it later. Shit. Yeah, Please she. Please don't tell me she played that. She for played that for class. her oh, fucking shit. class. Yes, it's sitting. It's sitting there, literally. It is her interviewing my granddad. Like, so what was it like when, you know, when you heard about the atomic bomb happen? And my granddad's like, well, bye, 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 bye. 
never gonna lay you down or whatever. <laughs> yeah. To her whole class. They all. Oh, she was so embarrassed. She was. She oh, said she was so red. Oh, my God. No. Yeah, yeah. She's so. How embarrassing, oh right? Your stupid little brother playing bye, bye, bye. Yeah, yeah, oh that's. <laughs> I'm sorry, April. If you ever hear this, I'm sorry. It's not funny, but it is funny. Oh, Holy man. shit! I don't think she's ever gonna listen to this, but <laughs> I have apologized for that. I apologized <laughs> then, that day when she came back. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like that was not that really. I wasn't trying to screw over your your class project. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. That was um. That happened. <laughs> oh god okay I'm gonna stop. <laughs> yeah right oh god poor baby it's got a good payoff that story oh shit i uh i definitely i definitely stopped messing with her after that i was like okay i i accidentally took it too far so i'm done I'm done messing I, with it was an accident it was i mean i i totally get it like because yeah you're right you, you couldn't stream anything you know there was no right. way to like save anything if your favorite song came on you could record it but like mm-hmm. you yeah, you had to like wait like for it to come on on the radio, yep. and then they'd always have these advertisements, you know, oh, we're gonna play this song and then this song coming up next, and they play ten fucking songs and don't play. Yeah, that I know, and you're like, when is that one coming, man? <laughs> Golly, at least back then they rotated songs. Like nowadays, I, I I'm lucky enough have Bluetooth in my car now, but I drove a car for a while that didn't have Bluetooth, and I had to just listen to the radio, mm-hmm. and it's the same damn songs over just over and, and over and over. Oh my gosh! And then working in the gym back when I did, I had to play top forties because. You can't offend anybody. Right, right, I'd play yeah. classic rock sometimes, and then the young crowd would get upset. So then I'd go back to top 40s, and the old crowd would get upset wanting classic rock back. And I'm like, shit, I mean, can we just play, like, classical music? Like, I just, Y'all got just, headphones in anyway. Bring your own fucking music. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, but uh, it doesn't matter. The people going to be people. I, the the gym I, I was customer service, and I didn't realize that. I didn't realize it was going to be. You know, it's very much customer service. It's not just mm-hmm. selling gym memberships. It's not just – fixing gym equipment, keeping it up upright. Um, no, it's it's making sure that every little person it, with their massive egos thinking that they're paying us $15 <laughs> a month and they run the place because of that. I'll take my money elsewhere. Okay, Julie, take it. Yeah, right. bitch, bye. Like, oh, I paid $200 for a year. I want I want that credited back because I'm going to Planet Fitness. Oh, it's okay. like... Uh, Go talk to them in there. That's not even my job. I don't handle billing. Go yeah, ahead. deuces. <laughs> like, here's a number for you to call. It's one eight eight eight. Yep. Go, you know, suck it. But <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm so glad I don't work at a gym anymore. It, it had its great moments for sure. There were good members. And there were, there were people who would bring other people mm-hmm. uh, to come and sign up with me. And that, that always made me feel good that they cared. But then there were the people that... I think just, everybody should work a customer service job at least like once in their life. They should, yeah. Just just so you can understand. Like, what have you done? Oh my god. Oh, too many things. Yeah. <laughs> um I used to work retail. I worked retail for like five years and it wasn't it wasn't terrible, but I mean I was a cashier and I refu- I literally refused to work like in customer service. Like I was like, I'm not doing it. 
I will not at all because every time somebody comes up to your queue, it's because they have a problem. And it's never your fault, but they always take it out on you. Okay, you didn't sell them this computer. (laughs) Okay, you're not the one who fucked up their computer. All right. It's not my fault that your fucking 13-year-old son went on this fucking porn site like bigboobies.com or some shit (laughs) and fucked up the, the home computer. I didn't do that shit. Okay, but you're coming to me like it's my fault. Like I did. Like you need to fix this and find out what happened, and I want my money back. And I'm just like, I'm not. I'm sorry, I can't handle that. I'm not doing it. I'll be fired in a week. Cause <laughs> I'll just be like, oh, you want to know what happened? I'll tell you exactly what happened. Your son here, what's his name? Bobby. Bobby. That one. He went on this site right here and downloaded this right here. Will you see? Oh no, don't turn away. No, it's right here, so you can see. You want to know what happened? He downloaded this, okay? And this is the virus that you guys got, and this is how much it's gonna take for us to fix it. So that's what happened. Oh like I God. don't have time. I legit, I cannot. I don't. I mm, I don't have time for that. Um, you just told it like it was. Yeah, like I can't. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Like so, you just need to let me be a cashier, <laughs> and they'll come and buy stuff from me, and they'll be happy because they got what they wanted, and I'll sell extra stuff. I'll upsell stuff. I'm totally fine with that. But like, don't come to me with these problems and issues. And like, even the the job that I have now, um, I work for different insurance companies doing like intake. And all the stuff is like over the phone, which sometimes is even worse because if the person isn't there with you and can't see you, they really feel like they can treat you like shit. Yeah. And like, I'll let you know, sir, this is not the insurance company. This is a reporting line. I don't deal with billing. Ooh, nice. I don't, I don't, I don't know the answers to any of your questions. If you want to file a new claim, I can do that for you. That's not a problem. We can do that. But as far as like your existing claim and what's going on with it, I have no idea. You need to speak with your adjuster. And there are no adjusters at this line because this is a reporting line. Was there anything else I could do for you? Ooh, yeah, okay. I, I feel like that's exactly <laughs> like, how you say it, like, too. I can't help you. Sorry. Oh, shit. Do, um, pe- do people chill out when you say stuff like that? Or they? I mean, the thing is, I don't really get, like, crazy calls. You oh, know, okay. most people, um, like, you'll get a call where somebody's been, like, in an accident. And sometimes they'll be, they'll be upset, but they'll be upset because they just got into an accident. Yeah. And so then you just tell them, you know, it's okay. Calm down. Is anybody hurt? Nobody's hurt. Okay. This is what you have insurance for. You know, like, don't worry about it. It's going to be okay. They're going to take care of it. Take a deep breath. You know, I'm going to give you five minutes, you know, and then we'll get back into it when you're ready. Like, for the most part, people are just, they're just kind of like, oh, I just got into an accident, and so they're kind of upset. But every once in a while, yeah, I'll get an asshole who will come through, and they just think they can take out all their problems on me, and I'm just like, Sorry, you got the wrong caller, sir. I don't deal with any of that. It's not my job. That's above my pay grade. I'll try to, I can maybe, if they give me the information, I'll try to give you the extension to the person who can help you with that. But that's not me. (laughs) Like, I don't have time for all that. Like, no, yeah. It it, it goes back to what we were saying earlier. Like, you don't know what troubles someone else is going through. Just just treat everybody with respect. Yeah. And I, I mean, I really do, you know, I really do try to. And, you know, you do have to understand that especially with my job, people are calling in because either they're hurt or someone else is hurt. Usually if it's, you know, an insurance kind of claim or, you know, their car's fucked up and then they won't be able to get to work. And so they're like, well, how the fuck am I going to get to work so that I can, you know, pay my bills and also keep on paying for this insurance to fix my car. And like, so it is, it's like a whole thing. I get that. I understand it, you know, but I didn't hit you, sir. Like I wasn't in this accident with you. I'm sorry that it happened to you, you know, but don't like, don't take that out on me. Take a deep breath. It's going to be fine. This is why you have insurance. Like, it's going to be okay. Just take a deep breath. Everything's going to be all right. Don't worry about it. Like, we're going to get this in. It's going to get taken care of. 
But all the rest of that rigmarole, nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just shut it down real quick. Yeah, like because I'm because again, honestly, the truth of the matter is like that's not my job, and yeah. I don't, I really don't have the answers that you're looking for. Right. You know, like so you can yell at me all day if that's gonna make you feel better, that's fine. But at the end of you yelling at me, you will have the exact amount of answers. <laughs> that you've had before which yeah. is zero so like being a dead horse at this point yeah yeah you're mm-hmm. not gonna get anything out of it i uh i had people come in and uh, to the gym and just like from from the get-go they, they'd have billing issues or whatever and from the get-go it's just obvious that they have more going on in their lives that's like yeah. frustrating them and so it's like you just sit there you gotta gotta you have to take it and you just you're just their punching bag mm-hmm. and and it and it, and it it hurt for someone like like myself. Like I have a lot of empathy, and I, I I'm a little sensitive. Because so, you want to help people. Yeah, I want to yeah. help you, and you're sitting here yelling at me, and you're not letting me get a word in, and you're cutting me off, and you're telling me that I'm wrong or that I'm lying to you, and and it's like, and I, it's like this isn't even really what's bothering you. You just broke up with your girlfriend. Yeah. You know, or mm-hmm. you know, you found out that your kid's not doing as great in school as you thought that they should be. Yeah. You know, or you just had a big fight with your mom or something. You oh, know, yeah. a couple like, times. I, I would, it doesn't even have anything to do with what we're actually talking about. You have a much deeper issue that's completely different from this. I mean, you, and that's the kind of thing where I'm just like, then I have to remember everybody's going through something. Yeah. Right. Everything's, everybody's going through something for sure. And so it helps you to understand why they're behaving the hell they are. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you deserve being treated how you're being treated. Yeah, no. At the same time, you know? So it's like a fine line right there of just like it, – it's a way – there's there's an art form to being uh, assertive with someone mm-hmm. but in a kind way. Like, listen, I, I want to help you, but if you continue keeping your voice raised or if you continue talking to me like this – I'm not going to, and I'm the best person who can help you. Yeah. You know, like I was a manager for the last half of working in the gyms. And so when people would come just yelling at me, I'm like, listen, if you continue talking to me like this, you're definitely not going to get the help that you're seeking because I am that person who's going to be able to fix this. Yeah. And I want to, but I need to get to the bottom of it. And I need to ask you some questions because I need to understand how this happened. And if I can't ask you these questions and I can't get these answers, then you're never going to get this. And if you continue treating me the way you're treating me, then you're not going to make me want to help you. That's just the facts of the matter. And it took me a year and a half of management to get to where I was. I I had the balls to say that Mm -hmm. because I was over it by that point because I'm tired of running in these circles and I got too much going on. I got too many people to take care of and too much. I got too many issues, personal and work, you know? Yeah. Like I'm going through stuff too. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Right. Oh, there were a couple (laughs) times where I like, I would legit look at the person in the eye and be like, Hey, I'm having a bad day and you're not helping. So please let's help each other have a better day moving forward. And luckily I didn't have a boss there with me because like if the owner was there or someone who was like over me uh, was there, I might have not have been felt as uh, liberated to say that. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I was the, the head honcho, you know, uh, of the gym there that day and in that moment, I'm going to tell you like it is because there's no – you can tell me to go get my superior and they ain't here because it's yeah. me. I mean I worked at a bank and I had a boss that was awesome and yeah, she cool. i mean because she knew that we were doing what we were supposed to be doing so she would always back us up yeah that's and a good boss people would come in that's and they have all kinds of overdraft fees and stuff and the thing that was crazy is like that's what i'm not gonna say where i used to work sure. um because she actually really would like she really would help them and yeah. she really would be like listen 
this overdraft fee right here, you know where it came from because you overdrafted. You knew you didn't have this money. Oh, <laughs> okay. Shit. Like this is you knew what your overdraft fee was and you continue to spend money. So now you have this and you've got that and you've got that. So what we're going to do for you this time is we're going to go ahead and waive this. We're going to act like this didn't happen. But this can't keep on like she really would work with people like she like yeah. she was doing some stuff that. I know she probably wasn't supposed to be doing wow. where she just was like, listen, we're going to have waive this fee. We're going to waive this fee, you know, but, but she always would definitely let them know, listen, no, what she told you was correct. Like, and again, she is my employee. She is not a manager. She doesn't even have codes to do all this kind of stuff that you're asking her to do. And there's a reason why, because we're not supposed to do it. I'm going to do this for you for this one time, but you need to understand it can't keep on happening. You know, like she really would work with people. But I mean, if you were just like going off and had all kinds of issues and all kinds of stuff going on and making it seem like it was our fault that you overdrafted, she'd be like, oh, no, sir, there's nothing I can do. Sorry, it's out of my hands. Yeah. <laughs> like, right? like there's a saying you attract bees with honey uh, uh, or uh, yeah, you attract bees, More with, bees honey, with honey yeah. and, and then like you repel them with vinegar or something like that. And so it's like, you're, you're bringing me vinegar right now and I don't want it. I'm not hungry. That doesn't smell good to me. You're not going to get anything from me. But if you come in being nice and you're you're maybe apologetic, yeah. then yeah. When people come into the gym like, hey, listen, I think I owe you guys like 90 bucks. I'm sorry. Can we like figure this out? Bro, we sure can. Yeah, hell let's, you sit down. Let's, yep, let's you try to figure this out yeah. for you. <laughs> Yo, I was just making some spaghetti in the office. You want some? Right, like, you okay? Shit, What's yeah. going on with you? You want a Coke? Yeah. <laughs> or a Gatorade? Sorry, said Jim. <laughs> yeah, right? And, but you come in like, y'all, y'all, I owe y'all $90 and I ain't paying shit. Well, then I ain't got shit to say to you. Yeah, then did you just like, come to tell me that? Right, I don't yeah. understand. Like, you better take that off my record. Uh, um, okay. Oh, my favorite thing to do would to be to print off people's uh, agreements. They're not mm-hmm. contracts. They're agreements. But, uh, you know, whatever. It's essentially the same thing. So I would, I, I would like, print it out. Like, this is what you signed. Yeah. Do you it's see right this right here? here? on this date. Yeah. You didn't – it oh, says right yeah. here you knew what you were signing. Right. Did you not? Okay. Right. And then w- when you signed me up, like, you didn't I, – I didn't know that. I didn't know what I was signing. Like, okay. It says um, right here that you did know. Yeah. And lesson learned, don't sign anything without reading it. However, then there would be those people who would sign up and they'd want to read the whole agreement before. Mm-hmm. And like that's completely within their right. Yeah, I'm fine but with it, that. But then it's like – then it, all right, now it's like 20 minutes of them sitting there reading all this fine print and then asking me, what does this mean? What does this mean? It's yeah. like, listen, I'm not a lawyer. I, I can tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that jargon means, but to be honest, I know how it works. You do this. You make your payments on time. And we're all good. Yeah. You cancel within this time period, and we're all good. You do anything outside of that, and then we have issues. Like, yeah. that's what it boils down to. You know, this big fat section right here means this one sentence mm-hmm. to me, you know, as the manager. Well, you're going to be here forever? Well, what if I, what if you leave, you know? And it's, oh, you get, oh, you get all kinds <laughs> of crazy. Yeah. Am I going to be here forever? Like, you kidding me? Uh, no, uh, I got bigger plans than being a gym manager. Working for this dickhead owner. <laughs> Sorry, okay, that was a little much, but yeah, he. Oh, he like what? Funny, I got an interview for next week. What are you talking about? No, I'm not gonna be here forever. Yeah, shoot, I just, got I just left madness. one. Shoot, I'm thinking about just being a gas station attendant for all I care. I'm getting out of right? this. But then, uh, even if so, even the, at that point, someone would yell at you for not having enough gas or something. I don't know. There's just. There's I mean, it's something for every job. Yeah, for every, every job. anything that you have to work with people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This job that I'm working right now, it's uh, a lot of uh, a lot of inside sales, making calls, business to business. And this one lady who works with me, she called a, a company in Canada, 
and uh, it was a cold call. We don't have any business with them. And she was just trying to introduce herself and see if they needed our services. And this dude just, uh, she left a voicemail and then she left an email. And this dude went off in his email. He copied in, no joke, he copied in the Canadian government. Say and, and then he copied in like his CEO and he copied in their lawyer, their legal team, and sent it back to her saying um, uh, like unsolicited phone calls are illegal in Canada and uh, and emails as well or something I'm like, like bro you could have just been like nah we're not interested right that's what we all saying like and she 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 was like she was laughing but she also uh the the woman that i work with who mm-hmm. was you know who he replied to she was laughing but you could tell she was a little apprehensive like maybe maybe they're not gonna like that i did that but we all were like listen no it's cool it's cool baby girl you're good yeah you were trying like we commend you for that he's just being a prick come to find out that day uh, uh another guy who works with us who actually sits right behind her um, he, uh, works the stock market. Uh, doesn't work. Like he, he, he invests in everything and he, he, uh, keeps up with it. And he goes, what was the name of that company? She tells him and he goes, oh yeah, their stock just went down to zero <gasps> that day, like yesterday or whatever. Shit. Yeah. And so, so they just found out their, their stocks are actually fine now. We just checked like last week, but that day something happened and their value just tanked. And so he was taking it all out on her. When Damn. really he could have just said like no thanks we're yeah. out peace yeah so it's, it, it come come to find out Canada has this law that none of us knew about that um, you have to have an ups- unsubscribe from your email uh, at the bottom and probably America does because most emails you get now that are yeah it'll say have that yeah, yeah. if you want to subscribe like stop or something yeah yeah right and um, so ours doesn't have that we're actually our company's working on including those now um, because of that unfortunately but. It was one email. It's like she wasn't going to spam him. She was going to reach out to him like in a month, like just ignore it or delete it or respond back saying, no, thank you. That's it. It takes two seconds. Yeah. Unless you're a slow typer. But yeah, anyway, that was uh, that was really that was that was so crazy. We had to get our legal team involved. Like he, he was so crazy about it that we That's had to get our, fucking crazy. Yeah. People, man. I'd be like, bro, what is your job? Really? <laughs> right. Like, what you doing? I feel like you're just like trying to get more shine or something for yourself. You're just like really going above and beyond right, right. here. Like, what are you actually yeah. supposed to be doing? Exactly. Ain't this you just from seems Canada? like too much. Right. It's way too much. you for... supposed to be nice too. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, that's fun reminiscing about old jobs. I'm, it's, it's, it's nice when you don't have that job anymore and you can talk about it. Yeah. You know? But bit when you're in it, oh my gosh. God forbid. I used to have to go take walks to Kroger like – every like once or twice a week i'd be like yo this person's pissing me off like i get off the phone all right i'm, I'm out i'll be back danielle just run the place for a little bit i'm gonna go get some sushi <laughs> from kroger and i'm gonna do a lap maybe smoke a cigarette i don't know i'll be back <laughs> so yeah anyway um that was fun <laughs> and like i don't know the crazy thing is like we spend so much time at our jobs you yeah. know that i'm just like i can't have a job where i'm like super super stressed because that just means like for the majority of my life then i'll just be like super super stressed yeah. so i just i can't do it i used to be able to do it i can't do it anymore i'm just like i'm not it's yeah, not I agree. worth it eventually you get older and you start realizing what's important yeah. and and money obviously is important as much as we don't want it to be but it is because it it it's what pays for you to be able to live and have food and you know feed your family and yourself and because we live in a capitalist society so you know yeah, we need oh money gosh, yeah because <laughs> everything costs money it does that the whole the whole I've been seeing a lot of articles lately about how um, we you, you your hobby has to not just be a hobby. It has to be a side hustle. It has to be. But that's um, so fucking much then. That means you're literally working all the time. Right. Yeah. E- e- even for yourself and and for whatever company you work with. 
Right. I, and I agree. And so even though some people are, are for that, some people are like, yeah, as soon as I get home, I hit, I, I hit the ground running on, on my, my side hustle on what I want to do. Kudos to them. That's cool. But some people like for me, if, if this podcast ends up making me money, great. But for right now and for the foreseeable future, I'm just, I want to have cool people over to have these interesting conversations that hopefully other people will listen to and think that they're interesting as well and hopefully learn something from them. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. This is a hobby. Like th- this is, I, I'm happy to have this be the majority of my day. You yeah. know, I, I, I like that. I like that you're coming over that you wanted to. And, um, hopefully, you know, it, as well, there is that added benefit of, you know, being able to promote your show and other people watch that as well. And things happen that way. But ultimately for me, but even if I didn't have a show, if I wasn't doing anything, but like my job and just still like, doing theater stuff or just doing my job like yeah you're a cool ass person Appreciate so it. of course i want to come on your podcast yeah, yeah. this is fun even right? if it wasn't a podcast you're just like we should just hang out Fuck exactly. yeah we should just hang out honestly that's what it boils down to is like i want to hang out with more people that i don't see enough and why why not at least record it because it's probably going to be interesting <laughs> like i i feel personally like i have interesting conversations with most people uh, that i that i meet and if it's not an interesting conversation then it's just not an interesting person in my opinion. So what would you do if you like invited somebody to your podcast and they came and they just like, and it wasn't interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I'll, I'll let, I'll give you a call when that happens <laughs> and I will definitely not say who it is. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, but I won't say who it is on here, but I mean, so far so good. Um, they'd be all excited. Like I was on Dalton's podcast. It's yeah, going to be awesome. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe all I'd... of a sudden they're like interview never gets to see the light of day. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, sorry. Some recording issues happened. <laughs> I mean, that, that could happen. That really could. So I, I don't want to say. True. Like, yeah. Oh, don't say that. Because really then you'll fuck around and have like a great conversation with somebody and you really will have recording issues. And yeah. they'll be like. And then they actually heard me say that. That wasn't interesting. Yeah. No. Like, I mean, there really was recording. Yeah. No, Dawson, you didn't like what I had to say. No, like, really? <gasps> and they'll be all sad. And <laughs> well, um, the people that I have invited, mm-hmm. I trust that. Um, I, it will be interesting, you know, mm-hmm. I, and, and so that's why when I, when I did send out the, the message to the people and there are, there, and don't get me wrong. Um, if anybody is happening to listen to this and you didn't receive a message from me asking to go on a podcast, that doesn't mean I don't want you eventually. Um, I, I didn't want to send out like 500 messages yeah. and, and, and overload myself with that because right now it is a hobby. This isn't my job. I'm not making money off it. So I'm doing, I'm getting to as many people I'm trying to schedule when I can in my off time. It's not, I'm not like this. I'm not choosing to make this like my business, at least right now, um, because I am working a lot and I do yeah. care about my health. I need to go to the gym and I do care about certain friendships that I like that don't require, you know, podcasting. I'm not yeah. going to record. I want to go out and, and see people. And, and so for right now, I'm doing that, um, doing this in my spare time as best I can. So, um, which is why I've backed off the theater. Actually, I haven't, I'm not auditioning or anything like that. If I have auditions that come through my agent, then sure, I'm going to be doing those. And if I book a role for TV or film, then I'm out. I'll go do that for however long I need to. But um, theater, no, I, I'm actually taking a break. But um, anyway, the people that I sent the message to, I trust that we'll have an interesting conversation mm-hmm. based on what I know of them or based on what I know about our relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, and so. Uh, I was surprised when some people messaged me back and they said, I don't think I have anything interesting to say. And so I, I'm, I'm good. I, I don't want to come on. And that, and honestly, that's okay. That's, that's your decision. But I didn't ask. I, I wouldn't have asked if I didn't think they were interesting people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So anyway. That's, but I mean, I could kind of understand that. That's, I mean. It's kind of scary. You, well, yeah. And you do have some, I mean, you have some people who are just like really, really like 
out there and they're just like super energetic, you know, yeah. and then you have other people who are a little bit more laid back and they might feel kind of like, you know, well, I don't, I just kind of live my life. I don't really do, at least to them, it doesn't feel like they do anything that's like super interesting or yeah. that they're like a super interesting person. They're just like, no, I'm like totally normal. And like, I'm like, bro, nowadays that is interesting. You don't even For know. For real, like, right? <laughs> like, holy crap, you haven't caused any drama in the last right? 365 days? <laughs> Wow, tell me about that. How does that feel? <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> how do you stay so even keel? Yeah. yeah. You um, know, like, how are you so chill? Because the world is crazy. So how do you, like, stay chill? Like, that yeah. is interesting. Like, Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, but that's the thing. I think if they came and they sat, like, where you're sitting and, they, and we have a conversation, I feel like uh, I'd be able to um, at least ask enough questions to like, all it takes is give me one topic. And then I, I really, I really do. I'm curious and I want to get to know people. And so you might not think you're interesting, but sit down with me and let me ask you some questions. And I'm sure you'll find that you have a lot more to say than you think you do. Yeah. That's, that's kind of that doing this was scary as hell. It really was. Cause it's like, like we we're, we've been talking for an hour and 46 minutes <laughs> and we've, we've barely like, there's been like, no, the only time we like stopped has been like when we've been laughing, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And, but going into this, it's like, holy crap, haven't talked, like I've, I've, I've done a couple of things with Shawnee before. We've never like sat down and actually talked with each other like this, but like, here we are. It's been two hours and we've talked like the entire time. Well, I knew that you were awesome. So I appreciate I it. I knew you were too. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. I, I, I ultimately had to believe in myself. I, I try, it's really been a struggle for me because I do think I have something to give to the world, to be honest. And I don't like saying that because it, I don't like feeling like. You're not trying to say like you're not trying to sound like full of yourself. I'm not. You know, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, it, no one. So the fact that you you recognize within yourself that you do have something to give to the world that's positive. Yeah. And then deciding that you want to do that, and then deciding the best way to do that. Like I think that that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> I appreciate it. It's it was it's been hard work, and uh, there was times there where I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this, like editing software and. I had um, a really, really good friend of mine, a guy named Michael Short, who's going to come on and be a guest here soon. He was, this, he was, he technically was my first guest. We did a podcast at his place, um, but it was like four o'clock at night, and we were on like three glasses of wine, <laughs> and, and, and and we made it like twenty minutes in, and then we just like kind of just went blah. <laughs> so, so it's not like it's all been perfect for sure. But he came over, and we were trying to figure out how to um, how to record on the two mics, mm -hmm. and then and then um, when we do the playback you would only hear a voice in one side of the microphone. Oh, shit. So like my voice would be on the right side, his voice would be on the left. Mm -hmm. And we were trying to figure out how to how to mix it to where they would be together. Turns out um, it's actually rather simple. We were just missing um, that like this certain thing. I had to I had to do a lot of research to figure it out, but we tried for hours and we just couldn't figure it out and it got so frustrating. And then when we finally did something to, to where it worked and that's when we at four o'clock in the morning decided to start the podcast and then it, it didn't no no actually we, we decided to talk into just one mic instead of having two shit because having two mics is, is where the confusion came in mm -hmm. and uh but that must have been weird as hell like you guys could talk into like oh yeah we were sitting like right next to each other yeah. like shoulder to shoulder and like i'm looking at him and i'm trying to talk into the mic at the same time <laughs> and yeah so th this this setup um actually I, I, one day i hope to have this videotaped um mm -hmm. kind of like joe rogan one day but um microphones and, and the software and, and this uh this, inter watch, this audio like, interface in a month a you'll be a fucking pro at this like you've been doing it your whole life yeah i, I hope so um i mean i i do find that when i start editing like with me and kendra's bachelor podcast um that one is like this one i'm, I'm gonna be waiting to release once i like i told you when i have a few guests lined up um about eight or eight to ten but 
with Kendra, that's just me and her, and it's weekly because The Bachelor is weekly. We, I can't, I can't hold on to those. They got to go out because mm-hmm. um, if anybody really does care to listen to them, they want to talk. They want to hear about the most recent episode. So if I wait more than a week, then that, yeah. what we talked about that episode's done because it's in the past. Mm-hmm. You know. So, um, but I found that while editing mine and Kendra's an hour goes by and I'm like, holy crap. I like, I've j- I, I, I get so in the zone, like doing it. So it, it, it's actually, um, is something that I enjoy doing and that's cool. Cause if I found out I don't like editing, uh, that would suck. yeah, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I know. Right. Like, uh, well, um, this was fun. Damn, that would suck. Uh, I'm like, mm, this was a great idea. Yeah. Well, there's a lot that goes into it. Like, holy crap. I, when I did all my research, I did research on the equipment that you need for mm-hmm. a podcast and how to release it. And so I knew what website I needed to go to, which is called Captivate. There's a few, Captivate's what I chose. And then, uh, but what I didn't think about was like all the extra, like iTunes needing the artwork and, and needing to um, like know how to like market and everything, which I, I'm studying now, but I didn't realize all that until after I bought the equipment. So then I'm like, oh, this is gonna <laughs> be so much harder. <laughs> Like, holy crap. And so that's why it took me about a month. And I actually bought all this stuff. I sent that message out to all you guys, um, my f- the, first guest, back on January 2nd. I, I had this stuff purchased before December. It was like end of November oh, wow. when, I, when I purchased all this. I sent that because I realized I was being stagnant. I had already tried with Michael a couple times mm-hmm. um, to, to, like, figure this stuff out. And it, and it wasn't going anywhere. And, and we, we were both getting frustrated. And he was getting frustrated with me. I'm getting frustrated with him. And I'm like, no, I love Aww. Michael. And I don't want us getting frustrated with each other. Yeah. So I kind of took a couple weeks off. And then January 2nd was when I was like, all right, I'm on the verge of not making this happen. I'm not. And I spent too much money. And it wasn't, you know, by a car, you know, but I spent, I spent but still. money that needs to be, I need to make yeah. that money worth it, you know, on this equipment. And so I was like, I was like, I am, I got to do something. I have to force myself to, to get better mm-hmm. and uh, to move forward with this. And so that's why I sent that message out. I'm, t- I'm telling you now. Because you got like everybody who's like, yeah, we want to be on it. Yeah, of course. Yep. Oh, we're going to come through. Oh, when you need us. Oh, yeah, I'm free on this day. And you're like, shit, I got to make this happen. Now. Exactly. <laughs> I got to get all this stuff together. <laughs> exactly. And I knew people would. I, I knew I trusted that people would want to come on. And certain some people have certain things to promote. And some people just want to come see me. Um, you know, and, and some people just like the idea of being on a podcast and like the idea yeah. of, that they were selected for, if someone, yeah. if someone called me or messaged like, me, oh, I'm so special. Yeah. I would Don't feel the same way me to be on his podcast. Yo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> for sure. I, I, and I'm glad that I was able to help you and other people feel that way, feel special in that way. And I think I include that in my message is like, I feel like you're an interesting person and you'll have good things to say. So mm-hmm. that's why you're receiving this. Um, I sent it to about 104 people and almost half responded. But the other half didn't, and it's like it's just out there. They just don't check their Facebook, or they or they're not interested. That's fine. I but anyway, the people who did respond meant a lot to me. So um, and the people who didn't mean a lot to me too. It's just you know. I mean, the other thing is that this stuff always is. It always takes more than you think it does. Yeah. You know, like there's always so much like behind the scenes stuff, Mm -hmm. and especially with podcasts because people they really do think, oh no, you just set up a mic and then you talk. Like, hell no. There's a (laughs) lot that goes into it. Like it's not just something. Where it's just like, oh, yeah, we're just going to set up a mic and you're going to talk and that's what's going to be. Like, no, it's a, there's a, so much like prep that goes into it. Mm-hmm. And then you actually do the show. And then it's like you have to do all the post-production type stuff. Like yeah. it's in the editing. And it's it's a lot. It is. <laughs> it's a whole, whole lot. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, it, and don't get me wrong. I didn't like just wing it. I wasn't like, all right, I'm sending this message out. Now I got to figure it out. Like I, I at least had a plan. Like I, I read all these articles and I watched YouTube videos of popular podcasters and, um, and like, 
ones that are successful and how to do it correctly. And they, uh, that's why I'm, I'm waiting to release this until I have a few guests lined up at least. Mm -hmm. Cause if I just, if I just released it after my first guest and then people listened to it and they didn't like me or they didn't like my guests or they didn't like the podcast as a whole, um, then they wouldn't come back for the second one when I right. posted it after that guest. Mm -hmm. And also with scheduling and stuff, that might, I don't know when that would be. It might be 10 days after that first one. It might be yeah. you know, 20. It might be three, you know? Um, and go to show, like my first week when I when I thought I was going to have my guests on, three had to cancel. And that's okay. It's just I'm glad that I was prepared for that. And so mm -hmm. this right now, yeah, we're having this conversation now, but it actually won't be heard probably for another month. And that's okay. That's also why I'm not talking about too many current events right now. I, I, yeah, there, yeah. I want to talk about current events, trust me. But um, <laughs> I won't be talking about current events until uh, it actually is like I release after every you mm -hmm. know, guest. But anyway, the I – I, I am looking forward to now having this backlog of all of these. This one is not going to be that hard to edit. I, there might be a couple, a couple little segments that we edit out, but <laughs> this is this is cool. Um, uh, but for some of them, you have to call gonna, your sister and ask her, like, is it okay? Yeah, <laughs> I should probably do that, shouldn't I? Podcast. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. that was like twenty like, years ago. She's probably fine. Yeah, she doesn't she, care she anymore. She's cool. She's good. She probably doesn't <laughs> care. She's like, what's a podcast? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> She's probably like, you have a podcast. Right? Why wasn't I invited? Oh, shoot. I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, family. Fam yeah, that was really, like, one of the first things, like, when, like, me and my brother started, we literally had, like, all kinds of, like, family members talking about, oh, so you guys have a show. Yeah. So, uh, why wasn't I invited on? And we're Ooh. just like, wait, it's not like a talk show or anything, right. you know? Like, it's like a can, series show. Can you show. act? <laughs> right? Do you, like, yeah, well, I can act. I'm like, okay, all right, all right. Like, first, you don't even live here. Like, you live in Florida. What she doesn't even go here. About? Like, what? I mean, thank you for watching it and for your support and everything, but yeah. you don't even live here. <laughs> like, uh, so speaking about that, your your show, um, we, we can we can end it on, on this with your uh, talking about um, black on both sides. So, mm -hmm. uh, a few things about it. Uh, first thing, I love that um, you guys named uh, his uh, you named her Shawnee, his daughter. Uh, um, so yeah, yeah. Nazi's daughter in that his name is Shawnee. His yeah, our first web series, Blue Collar Hustle. His daughter's name is Aisha. And, oh my gosh, I haven't this, seen Blue Collar Hustle. And this is daughter's name is Shawnee. And actually, both of my nieces' <coughs> middle names are Aisha. Oh wow! <laughs> so my my sister was not happy. She was like, "You guys only have one fucking sister." So both my brothers oh, no. gave um gave their daughters uh, named them after me. So. I was like, yay, my favorite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, so, I hope she doesn't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, her name is um is Shawnee because mm -hmm. he really likes the name. Um and because I mean, he he does try to find like little ways to kind of just like definitely like shout out all the people who have helped. And yeah. like obviously I've been one of the people who have helped him since like the very, very beginning. Right. Yeah. Um so yeah, his daughter's name is Shawnee <laughs> in the show in the show <laughs> the um the red hair that you had in, in the opening mm -hmm. episode was mm -hmm. that was that a wig or was sure that your was. hair okay oh cool i couldn't i couldn't tell i was like oh, yeah i was like damn like if that's her hair that's pretty dope oh yeah i love that wig like sometimes i'm just like where where can i where can i go where i can wear this wig <laughs> um yeah but that one is a wig. most actually unless my hair is braided then it, it's probably a wig actually in the show which okay. i really loved because it just really gave me an excuse to just go out sure, and buy yeah. all these like really cute like fancy like colored wigs and stuff and again it was like very much the character like she's a she's kind of an anime 
girl. Yeah, and right. That makes sense. That's one of the ways that she really expresses herself is like you know through her hair and her makeup and her jewelry and her clothes. And at work, she can't really have like the anime clothes, but she can still kind of like as long as it's still professional, she can have the hair. Yeah. So yeah, that's one of the things that like that she does. And I was just like, yes, that's great. I'm cool. gonna have an excuse now to buy all these wigs. I mean, <clears throat> it's for it's for professional reasons. It's yeah, for, right. it's for my uh, art. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's for my art. It's not just because I want to go out and buy all this cool hair. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the blue hair, the blue mm-hmm. straight hair, that was a wig as well. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> everything I've ever known is. I really shouldn't be telling people this because people definitely do think sometimes that it's like that it's my hair. Because I'll just because I mean especially like the blue one because it's not like too out there. Yeah. So I'll wear it out and I get compliments all the time. Oh my god, I love your hair, and it's like oh, I just bought it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, thanks. Just bought it. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, and some people know. Some girls know. They'd be like, "Where'd you get it from?" Nice. And yeah. Like, <laughs> a great deal that's where you can go like but other people are just like oh my god i love your hair i'm just like oh thank you uh that's like me when i put on my foam muscles and i walk <laughs> up i'm just kidding <laughs> i wear a really tight shirt <laughs> i was gonna say do you have foam muscles no, like no. for real like no. that's gonna be a, a completely different show <laughs> like <laughs> yeah right <laughs> no it's kind of like uh um the guy uh in Shazam, mm-hmm. yeah, he beefed up for that role, and then he, and then they still made him wear the foam muscles. Yep. I mean, I I get it because it's like a, it's almost cartoony. It's kids, mm-hmm. so I understood. But like, I felt really bad for him because he really did all that fucking work. Yeah, yeah. It's not like Henry Cavill who got to like they. You, that was him. That yeah. was his muscles. Yo, in The Witcher. Okay. I haven't seen so, it. But. Oh, okay. So I'm not gonna go too deep in because you haven't seen it, but it's a great show. You should totally watch it. Oh, I, I definitely plan to. I totally love it, and I totally fell in love with Henry Cavill. I liked him before, but then I saw him in The Witcher, and I was like, oh, okay, all right, that's Bay now. Okay, all right, <laughs> that's Bay now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I almost bought The Witcher three because when I heard that I was coming out, mm-hmm. but then my PlayStation died. It just oh, it fried out. No. I've had it. Yeah, I, PlayStation four. Sad face. I know. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna buy a new one. I'm gonna wait till the PS5 comes out next year. Yeah, yeah, Save yeah, up, yeah. get that. You know, it's okay. I mean, I have I have this podcast. I I'm gonna be editing and doing a lot of work on there um, for a long time. So yeah, because you've got like a million guests who are gonna be coming on here. So yeah. you have your work cut out for you, sir. Yeah, I need to figure out. <laughs> I need to figure out like an intro, maybe a song or something. Um, obviously the artwork. I need to work on marketing it and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I I gotta create an Instagram page. I mean, the thing mm-hmm. is. I, I don't even know how popular it's gonna be. I I haven't. I, I think that people are gonna like it, um, but I don't know. I mean, it's we'll just have to see. You know, I'm, I I just I'm I'm not trying to get ahead of myself. I'm not. Uh, my expectations are like literally. I just don't have any. I'm not saying they're low. They're high. I just don't have any. Mm-hmm. And we'll. I just need to see what happens once it once it's unveiled. You know. Um, but I just it, I'm not that kind of guy who like tries to go out and get followers and stuff either. Like I'm not posting on Instagram every day or Facebook. I don't even have a Twitter. I might have to create one if I really want this to go somewhere. You know, I don't know. Yeah, but. you probably will. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm I'm open to that. I totally am. It's just uh, I'll have to see if that's like if if it's even warranted. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, I, I still have a lot more research to do uh, going into it. But yeah, sending out that message uh, made me have to get off my ass and actually really do something. Yeah. Yeah, And it worked. And that's that I know that about myself. So that's, it was like accountability almost. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I call my mom up and I'm like, mom, like I'm going to be going to four acting classes this month. She's like, okay, well call me when you actually do it. And I call, I went to five mom. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like it's just, it's that type of thing. But, um, so, uh, anyway, uh, as far as black on both sides, Mm -hmm. I also wanted to say that I really love, 
uh, the little man who plays little Anansi. His acting is on fire. Thank you. That's my cousin. That's <laughs> your, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Um, so pretty much actually all of the kids um, in this in some shape, form or fashion are either like related to us or they're related to the actors. <laughs> OK, so cool. like in, in Blue Collar Hustle, Quentin's. Um, character has a daughter that's actually his real daughter oh nice and the, and she's actually the girl who harmony is her name she plays me in it so that's harmony and then um good lord all my cousins i feel like are in it my cousin tiara is in it <laughs> and her brothers are in it good lord like we just literally put our family we're just like hey you guys want to help us out with our show and of course they're like yeah we're like great okay so here's your script and this <laughs> right. is when rehearsal is and this is when we need you to do that but yeah the guy who um the young man who plays little anansi is called elijah elijah um yeah yeah and he is he's 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 really good we actually to be quite honest we never have to worry about the kids ever that's awesome like I'm like, I don't even know my lines yet. How do you know your lines? Like, and it's not even because right. my brother again loves to write. Sometimes I like he'll send me something, a script, and I'll be like, okay, I understand why you feel like all of this needed to be said, but it doesn't. They can act this part. They can literally act this part. Mm. This doesn't have to be this long paragraph. He loves monologues. And I'm just like, this is uh. this is not it's not necessary. He's like, no, but if you just say no 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 no. It's kind of like George Lucas. George this Lucas, is, yes. In his Star Wars, he really feels like he has to explain to you how they're feeling when yeah. really just you can I'm like, trust just them, let them to act. act it. Yeah, yeah. But again, he's a writer, so that's what he does. So I totally get it. Yeah. So sometimes he's a fantastic writer for sure. But it's also feel. cool. It's also good that he has someone to help edit and yeah, you know, keep it, <laughs> keep it on, I on track. Because I have to remind him sometimes, like this is great and wonderful and everything, and I wonder, I get where you're going, but he's nine. <laughs> He's nine and he has school. Okay, yeah. like he goes to school. He's got homework. You know, he also has friends he wants to hang out with and stuff. Please don't give our nine-year-olds monologues. Okay, <laughs> just just give them, you know, the things that they need to say. It doesn't have to be like this whole long thing. And he'd be like, okay, no, 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 you're right. And so, but we never really have to worry about any of our kid actors. They always know all their lines. They're always on time for rehearsal. They come to their call times early. Like, I'm just, they, they literally really do just like blow me away. And I'm just like, okay, wow. so you guys are awesome. <laughs> that's, that's impressive. Good to yeah. hear. And Elijah is really good. He's yeah. really, really great. Him you, and, and Harmony work really well together. Yeah, I could tell. They had good chemistry as, as brother and sister on screen. And I remember, I, I, didn't, I don't think I met um, Harmony, but I met Elijah when I came on mm -hmm. uh, set yeah. to film my scene with you guys that day. And he was such a sweet, sweet kid. Yeah. yeah I, I, he and I, we kind of bonded over something. I think it was a song that we were both <laughs> listening to that. that yeah, because he listens to everything. Yeah, I think that yeah. was it, or, or a dance. I, I can't remember what it was. It was a while ago now. But yeah, cool kid. And I'm glad that he's uh, doing so well on the show. And do you guys have plans for him in the future? Yes. Good, mm -hmm. good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, hold on to him. Keep keep putting him in front of the camera. Yeah, for I sure. mean, and, and Harmony he, as well. Yeah, and he loves it. So we're just like, yeah, as long as you're doing good in school, you can keep on doing this. Ah, uh, there you go. It's like, yeah, you're like a sports coach. Days, <laughs> and we can do this. Don't get in trouble, and you can keep on doing this. Because I mean, it's brilliant. I mean, because they are kids, you know. And at a certain point, since he is my cousin, I kind of, you know, we do have a certain responsibility. So it is kind of like, if this is something you love to do, that's great. And yeah. I want to help you with this. But, you know, if you're getting in trouble at school, if you're not doing what you're supposed to do, you know, like we can write you out the show. It'll kill me to do it. It'll absolutely kill me to do it. But like, you know, this is real life right here. Yeah. You know, like so you, I can't reward you with being on, you know, shows and doing stuff and doing interviews and all that kind of stuff, you know, if you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Wow. So, yeah, sometimes I have to be an adult. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's cool. I don't like being an adult, but sometimes, sometimes I have to do it. Yeah, it's a, it's an, uh, it's a constant process. Being yeah. an adult, you can't, you, you can't take a break. Sometimes I'm just like, ooh, see, I don't have kids, and this is why. I yeah, don't right. Raising kids. Do you uh, want kids one day? Uh, ooh, no, maybe not. Uh, a lot of people are feeling that way that I talk to, and I get it. I get it. I do eventually, but if it doesn't work out either due to career or whatever, I'll be okay as well. But I, I get mean, it. I just, I know what kind of parent that I would be, and I just don't, I just know I'm not ready for that yet. Yeah, I'm not 100% mature. ready to just, like, really just give my all and have my whole life just be about, like, this one human being, one person, or two human beings, two people, because um, I just have too much stuff that I still want to do. I'm still too selfish for that. And that's okay. Um, but, I mean, one day, maybe, yeah. perhaps. Yeah, well, the last thing you want is to, like, <laughs> almost resent the little person, you know? No, no, I would never. I, I mean, like, even if, like, I had kids now, I would never resent my kids. But I just know that there are certain things that they just they just would be the most important thing in my life. And there would just be certain things that I'm just like, yeah, no, I can't do that because, you know, I'm doing this with my kid. And for me, I would be completely unapologetic about it. Okay. And other people in my life might be like, oh, but we had these plans. Okay, well, yeah, now I've got these plans with my kids. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they matter That's more. It. Yeah, That's but you got things that you want to get done first before you ever get to that point. I yeah. get that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to make sure that before I have kids, I can actually really like you know provide for them and make sure yeah. that they do have a good life. You know, like we don't have to be living in mansions and stuff. You know, but I do want to make sure that they're gonna have everything they need and then you know probably a couple of things that they actually want. You know, mm -hmm. let's go to Disney World once a year. Let's as long as I'm like on path or we can do that, then okay, <laughs> then it'll be fine. Uh, once a once a year once a year yeah. Disney World trip. That's hey, I mean that's better than a lot of people have it. Yeah, so. I mean my kids it'll. Well, no, it'll still be Disney World, but we'll probably also like go to conventions and stuff too. Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> Dragon Con will, yeah. will be like a staple in our household. Like, do you know Dad's Garage, the yeah. improv show uh, mm -hmm. or comedy place? Mm -hmm. um, I was taking classes there. It was a lot of fun. I ended up uh, having a lot of scheduling issues, so I, out of ten classes that I bought, I was only able to go to the second one. Damn. Really, yeah, I was. A, I lost a lot of money that way, but that was my fault. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. The $285 class that I bought. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, Dad's Garage did a, a show um, uh, about Dragon Con. Did you hear about that? Did mm -mm. you? Oh, man. Oh, there, God. It was, it, was, uh, it was like the Wrath of Khan uh, <gasps> in, into Dorkness. Yeah, that was it. Wrath of Khan into Dorkness. It was so funny. I fucking it, bet it was. <laughs> it, it was. Yeah, right? It was the second Conventions one. Conventions are crazy sometimes. Yeah, I, I have never been to one. I hope to go, you know, this uh, or in 2020 now. So yeah, this year, to Dragon Con and maybe MomoCon if I can. Um, it'd be nice, but we'll see how money works out. Definitely Dragon Con. I'd really Dragon like Con to experience is, that. Is a lot. I would I would do MomoCon first just to see yeah. if you even like conventions because mm. MomoCon is like little Dragon Con. It's not like as crazy. Um, it's not like going to be as many fucking people everywhere because Dragon Con. Dragon Con is awesome, but like. You can't turn around without literally like bumping into someone at Dragon Con. It's really? so many fucking people. I, I don't know. But like for the that. most part, everybody there's like, well, at least in my experience, I'll put it that way. In my experience, everybody there is hella nice. See, that, that's cool. like super like helpful. You know, if you get lost, you're not sure you're supposed to be. You know, a lot of Atlanta natives are like, oh, you know, you know, you go right here and go down there. Or, Do you need help? Or let me show you where it's at. Or like, you know, everybody is there to have a good time. So that's why I really like to go in because I'm a huge nerd. <laughs> yeah, me too. So 
I, it, as long as everybody's nice, that's if we're bumping into each other and I, I don't have like people like move it, pal. No, yeah, no. that's cool. No, yeah. that's never ever been my experience. Like my experience is like I accidentally like bump into somebody and they're just like, oh no, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Like, no, I was in your way. I'm like, no, no, I'm so sorry. I was in your way. They're like, no, dude, I was just gonna go to the bar real quick. So was I. Like, oh, come on, let's go. And then uh. we end up going to the bar and having like a crazy ass like two or to 20 minute conversation depending on like whatever panel we're trying to go to right. or wherever we're trying to get to or whatever and it's like okay well i hope i see you later and then like lo and behold like later on i'll be going up an escalator and they'll be coming down the escalator I'll be like oh bar friend and they're like bar friend and then we like pass each other and keep on going to like where we we're supposed oh. to go like yeah like that shit happens to me like i come in just all the time like i always end up having some kind of like real random just like experience with like two or three people wow. really yeah i love it yeah what's the next convention you're going to Momocon. Oh, okay. When is that? It's in May. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. My awesome friend Melissa later. bought me tickets already. Thanks, Melissa. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Melissa, I need some. <laughs> See, don't. Don't do that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm she'll just, do it. She will? She, Bruh. Like, Melissa's... Oh, my God. Okay. So, I, I've been, like, really blessed with the best friends. And Melissa is definitely one of them. She is so super nice. She is so, so great. And, um... She just, before I even knew that I wanted to go, she had already, like, bought tickets. And she was oh, just like, here you man. go. And she just gave them to me for Christmas. And I was just like, oh, well, thank you. You're amazing. She's like, yeah, you got to buy your own for Dragon Con, though. I was like, no, yeah, no, it's right, fine. Right. It's fine. It's totally fine. Thank you. You're amazing. Oh, that's, yeah. that's lovely. That's cool that you, that you have a friend like that. Yeah. I got sweatpants for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> from your friends? <laughs> no, my, oh, I didn't get jack shit from my friends. Oh, but God. but I didn't give them stuff either. We didn't have I didn't have like a friend, you know, Christmas mm-hmm. or anything. A lot of my friends were uh, traveling. My mom got me sweatpants, which I mean, not to lie, they're they're, they're the, the bomb. Best. Yeah, yeah I, I, I love them. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I definitely didn't get MomoCon tickets, but that's okay. Maybe next Christmas, if I befriend your friend. Yeah, I'm, man, I'm telling you, like Melissa's awesome, like. And she's always, like, finding stuff that's, like, free to do in Atlanta that's also, like, really awesome. Like, yeah. She's Well, great. she's a cool person. You should link us up so she can come be a, a guest. I will. Yeah? Y- yeah. If you, I definitely if, will, if you yeah. think she would be down for it. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is awesome. I, I kind of <laughs> have this, um like, little dream of, like, just meeting someone just, like, out at, like, Publix and being like, hey, man, by the way, I, do, I run a podcast out of my apartment. You got some free time for the next three hours? <laughs> just, and just seeing what happens. Just like, and then just meeting someone and legitimately just like letting people hear a first conversation between me and someone. That would actually be kind of dope though. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's a guy I met at a concert three weeks ago and I told him I was starting this up and uh, and he gave me his number and he's like a swim instructor and uh, he's a really cool guy. I bought him a drink and then he bought me one. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was really nice. It was cool. So um, anyway, uh, his name's Jace and uh, he, he – is going to be one of my guests one day because I texted him and he texted me back like, Hey man, looking forward to being on the podcast. So yeah, that's, that's kind of an example of that. Just meeting someone mm-hmm. out in public and then bringing them in here. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think that's a good, uh, a good, a good way to end it. Um, okay. thank you so much. Oh, thank you. This on. has been awesome. Yeah. Can I come on again? Yeah, of course. <laughs> that, that's what I want to do. I want to, I want to, <laughs> I appreciate you asking that. That's really sweet. So um, what I want to do is all the people who message me back uh, and then additional people outside in life who I just know, who I didn't have the Facebook message, who I know will be guests. Once I get all of them, then I'd like to bring people back on. You know, some mm-hmm. people who would want to, people that I vibed with, you know, I'm going to vibe more with certain people than others. That's just how it goes. And so certain people I think um, I'd love to bring back on because by the, by the time you come on again, we'll probably already be like in, in like 
talking about season two mm-hmm. of uh, Black on Both Sides. We might even already have like one or two episodes filmed, mm-hmm. and we can even ch- chat about that. Yeah, and we'll have we'll have more things to talk about. And I mean, we didn't cover like half of the stuff that we could talk about. <laughs> we could go for another four hours, I'm sure. But um, in the interest of time, and for, if for people to listen to, we'll have to go ahead and cut it off there. But yeah, definitely come on again, please. Yay! I definitely will. Cool. Because this was super fun. I'm glad. I had a great time. Yeah. So again, anybody who um, Dalton invited to come on the podcast, definitely do it. <laughs> you should totally do it because this is super, super fun. And because he cooks. <laughs> Mainly the food and the wine. wine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, but mostly because it's like super fucking fun. This, this is, is really this fun. is good, right? Yeah. We talked about life and we talked about. We talked I, about a lot. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm excited to listen back to it. And then um, I'm excited for you to hear it once I'm able to get it yeah. uh, edited and, and get all the episodes put out. Yeah, so I can shoot this out to like all my friends. But like, I did a thing. Yeah, that'd be great. And then hopefully they'll they'll listen to it and they'll follow. And then they, it, it'd be cool if people messaged me from this. And they're like, hey, listen to that. I'd love to be a guest if you. Yeah. Me. I got big dreams. I got big big talks, big dreams, big. big I mean, brain, that's the only way to do it though. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're gonna go big, then do it. Yeah, I'm go definitely not trying home. to be small minded about it. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm also trying to stay humble too. You know, because I. You know what? That's right. You stay humble. <laughs> I'll hype you up. Yeah, cool. You stay humble, yeah, but like, it. yeah, I'm not about that humble life. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. I'm That's like, lo- I'm awesome, and all my friends are awesome, and we do awesome things. So you should come on Dalton's awesome ass fucking podcast. Because if you don't come on his awesome ass podcast, you're just not awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Tagline right there. I also had two glasses of wine. So <laughs> Blame it on the wine. So take that, however you want to take that. <laughs> Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, bye. Bye.